The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits 98.9 Sports presents high school football. Marking it at the 8. They need to get to the 31 with 2.27 to go. Just going to throw it up, hope for an interference. It's underthrown. Guzman with his second pick at the 25-20, 15-10. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Jose Guzman. And it's 14-6. Tonight, one of the great rivalries in the Luplak Conference is renewed as the St. Paul Wildcats host the Centura Centurions. High school football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Finish pass on that right side, going to be complete to Kaiser. Kaiser makes one man miss, is going to bring it down to about the 15-yard line, nearly taking it to the house, but that'll be a gain of 17. Both programs are having their best season in recent memory, and the winner tonight keeps their playoff hopes alive and adding even more spice to this heated rivalry. It's the Centurions and Wildcats coming up next, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show will take you live to St. Paul with sports director Doug Duda right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to St. Paul for Friday Night Football here on Classic Hits 98.9 of the World Wide Net Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, getting ready for one of the true rivalry games here in the Lou Platt Conference as the Centura Centurions take on the St. Paul Wildcats. Both come in at 4-2, and two, and it's probably going to be like a playoff atmosphere. The weather sure felt like it this morning, but it is perfect for football tonight. The winner... They're still alive for the playoffs. Whoever drops the game tonight is going to need some help, plus they're going to have to win out. Uh, now we're down to the 16 teams here the last couple of years in uh, Class C, joining what has been going on in Classes A and B. So a couple of 7-2 and two teams were even left out last year as the Rebels up at Arcadia Loop City were well aware of in Class C, too. But again, two programs, folks, that have uh, struggled over the last few years, in fact, uh, just a couple, three years ago, uh, before Rusty Fuller took over, St. Paul uh, had trouble having just enough kids for the last couple of games of the year because of injuries and uh, other things surrounding the program. So it has been built. They're playing good football. Same thing over at Centura. Coach Larry Baker in his third year, Rusty Fuller here in his second year. And uh, as you'll hear in the interviews when we talk to the coaches, they've learned about this rivalry, two schools not that far down the road from each other. So both 4-2, and two, both looking for a big win here tonight. Also on our airwaves tonight and PlatteRiverPreps.com we have Carney Catholic Minden on ESPN 1460. Adam Central's playing Boone Central Newman Grove on ESPN 1550. And it is Hastings and McCook on 1230 AM KHAS. All of our games are also streamed live on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge and Hastings. A lot of good football out there tonight. Carney High is trying to get back in the win column as they go to Papillion La Vista. Grand Island is at Pius the 10th. Northwest taking on Seward. Central Catholic has Lakeview tonight. St. Cecilia 
playing at Sandy Creek. It is uh, parents' night here tonight, as you can hear in the background. Uh, the seniors being introduced right now, and they get ready for a big football game here this evening. St. Paul and Centura. We will hear from the head coaches, Larry Baker of Centura and Rusty Fuller from uh, St. Paul, when we return on the New Tech Seed pregame show. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Uniforms and More in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink, with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at Uniforms and More. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. Are you satisfied with your current pivot dealer? Are your warranty issues handled efficiently? Does your current pivot dealer have years of design experience to put the right product in your fields that will save you time and money? If you answered no to any of these questions, then you owe it to yourself to call Stoltenberg Irrigation, your Valley Pivot dealer. Ed can design a Valley Pivot system from start to finish to meet your specific needs. Stoltenberg Irrigation sets the standard for pivot sales and service in central Nebraska. Need a reference? Ask your neighbor. Stoltenberg Irrigation is the best dark pivot dealer around. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Getting ready for one of the better rivalries in not only the Lou Platt Conference, but in central Nebraska as Centura takes on St. Paul. And uh, there's actually a little something more to play for this year. Centura head football coach Larry Baker joins us. And coach, uh, I know you and Coach Fuller are probably both uh, just as pleased that uh, this is more than somebody's going to get a win this year. Both programs have uh, improved here over the last few years, and it's definitely shown uh, this season. So, a little more on the line tonight. Yeah, no question. I think the thing is, as you look at it, Doug, is I'm from Grand Island. He's from Cambridge. And both of us got baptized into this rivalry uh, from being outsiders. You know, I, we talk, he and I talked last year, the day after the game. We were like, whoa, <laughs> you know, uh, this will be my uh, third one, and it'll uh, be his second, and uh, that we've played against each other. And this thing means a bunch to the community. I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you, and you're exactly right. Now this year, not only does it mean a whole bunch to, you know, Uncle Lloyd and Grandpa Jim, this thing matters to these kids. You know, Centura's trying to have their first winning season in 13 years. These kids want to go to the playoffs. They, you know, they're tired of hearing about winning five or six games. They want to go to the playoffs, and St. Paul has put themselves in a situation where uh, I actually think if they beat us, um, they're going to get in. Um, because I think six and three would get them in where we lost to Hershey. It's going to take us to be seven and two. So uh, this is a big deal. Talking with Larry Baker, head football coach at Centura. Saw him opening night uh, when they played Kimball. It was a Thursday night game, and uh, obviously a lot of things will probably change since then. What you do hasn't changed, but it looks like you've just gotten better at it. Yeah, well, the biggest key is, you know, that night in Kimball would have been a 500-yard night and a 50-point night. Had we been in the pistol, uh, it was the first time in 100 years I'd been under center, and um, we just felt like the offense uh, should run better under center. And we fumbled the ball 10 times that night, and they were center quarterback exchanges. We stuck him in the pistol uh, that next week at practice, and you know we've rushed the ball for 2,000 yards, and uh, I don't know if we've you know fumbled one uh, since that night or the Wood River night. We just haven't put it on the ground. So nope, not much has changed. Um, uh, we just want to line it up and run it at you, and we do it with number eight and number one. Where have you seen your team uh, get better uh, since opening night? Well, our offensive and defensive line um, uh, have, have both just flat gotten better. You know, we've 
you know, we had to shuffle some guys that night. You know, our best offensive lineman went out with an injury, like the first or second play of the game. So then we had to start shuffling guys. We moved our starting center uh, over to guard and then inserted the kid that started for us last year at center. And we just moved some things around. And really, it's been that left guard, the kid that started for us at center. He had a tough start to the season, and he's really grown in these last three weeks. His film's been really good, and he's doing a nice job. And so I really think it's up front. You know, those skilled guys are who they are, but it's been up front. And our defensive line is, is uh, continuing to play uh, extremely well. We're talking with Centura head football coach Larry Baker. You said number one, number eight. That's uh, Jose Guzman and Caleb Johnson. And you ask a lot of Jose uh, running the football from the quarterback position. What determines who's got the better night? Uh, who makes the decisions? What have you been seeing from the teams you're playing? You know, legitimately what makes the decision is Guzman. And the reason I say that is because we snap it to him. Our offense is all red-based. Uh, he's, he's reading what they give us to call the play at the line of scrimmage. He's reading the play post-snap, whether Johnson gets it or he gets it. And I think the really cool part about this is, is Johnson's rushed for about eight and a quarter, I don't know, something like that on the year. Guzman, though he's lost a game, is you know a couple hundred yards behind him. But consistently, Johnson is our leading rusher every night. And I think that really speaks to Guzman that a lot of kids would make sure they got the ball in their hands. You know what I mean? Jose runs the offense, and he doesn't care who has the ball. He's willing to give the ball to number eight, and I think that's really been the key. These two kids um, uh, feed off of each other. The rest of the team feeds off of them, but it really goes through Guzman's hands in the sense that he's not selfish. He's 11 deep uh, uh, without question, and he does, you know, he's all about the Centurions, and if that means Johnson has more yards than he does, he could care less. Larry, you're obviously very one-dimensional when it comes offense, and that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. We've seen you chuck it around before, too, but uh, you, you'll run the ball. You're not even really averaging more than a couple of passes a ball game when things are going uh, your way, and we've seen a lot of teams, especially in CU, whether it's Aquinas or Sutton, that are very successful this way. Uh, are there times that uh, you wish you could throw the ball? Yeah, there's no question. You know, um, you've, you've seen my offense in years past, and um, I've got all of our spread concepts still in. I think it's really important to coach to your kids and, and not try to stick a square peg through a round hole. You know, when I had Hunter Casperson, um, uh, the Hanson boy, Badura, you know, when I had all, you know, a lot of these quarterbacks that I've had, uh, Bocart, through the years, we were able to sling it around. Uh, that's not just how our team is built right now. Our team is really one of those teams that wants to spit in their fist and just knock you in the face and, and, and that's what they want to do, and it's kind of how we're built. When we've had to, we've been able to throw it. Now, in the Central City loss, my starting quarterback didn't play that night, so that is a little bit of an aberration. But in the Hershey game, you know, we lead that game all the way to the last 40 seconds. Both of our touchdowns that night were passing touchdowns, one of about 20-some yards and one of well, somewhere 30 or 40 yards that night. Um, you know, when we've had to, we can't. We have it in the offense. It's not who we are. But we can when we need to. St. Paul, more than a rivalry, uh, they do a lot of the things that you do, maybe just a little differently. They like to run the ball. They may be a little more diversified. What do you see from the Cats? Oh, diversification. I mean, that's it. And the thing is, Doug, you're going to see the same. It's, it's pistol wing T. Uh, you'll see the two exact same sets. They're going to have two wings and a back in the pistol. Or, or he'll be under center or in the pistol with a back right behind him. You'll think you're looking at, let's say, uh, David City Aquinas. It's that kind of offense. 
um, but they will get in trips. They will get an empty and run jet motion. They're extremely balanced. They want to run it. I mean, they run it about 65% of the time, but their yards are balanced. They live on the big play, Doug. I mean, this is a team that, you know, flat out will throw it over your head. Their backs are small and extremely greasy. You just can't seem to get a big shot on them. Robolevsky just, I mean, he runs around, and it's like trying to grab a snake around the neck. It's, it's tough. Uh, so that's the thing with them is they do so many things pretty well um, where it's, it's tough. You, know, you can't say, well, if we take these two things away, they're done. They've got about five others that they do really well. So offensively, they're diversified, and defensively, they're a whole other animal. Well, what's it going to come down to, Larry? I mean, uh, there's going to be a lot of emotion here uh, with this rivalry game, and you can touch on intangibles like hanging onto the ball and turnovers and limiting to the big play. What's the thing you're going to be looking for? You know, legitimately, it's, it's, it's going to be, I think, can they stop our run and can we keep them from throwing it over our head? Um, you know, they just loved the big play. Uh, they throw it deep, and we want to, you know, they score quickly and in bunches, and we do it methodically. And so it's really kind of different from that perspective. We've got to keep the ball in front of us, and we've got to be able to um, handle that incredibly tough and penetrating defensive line of theirs. And legitimately, kind of an old cliche, neither one of these groups of kids have been in this situation. Which one doesn't make that big, giant mistake? And that's really going to be the key is at some point, you've heard me say this before, at some point, all the air goes out of the room. Who can still breathe? And this is one of those Friday nights. Well, we look forward to being right in the middle of a great rivalry game tonight. Center head football coach Larry Baker, best of luck, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for all you do, Doug. We'll be back and talk with St. Paul coach Rusty Fuller as the new Tech Seed pregame show continues on Classic Hits. It's not magic, you see, or a special kind of potion. It's not witchcraft or voodoo, creatures from the ocean. It's just a place you can go when things you hold dear start to wither, become weaker, like a watch or cordless speaker. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll bring it to life. The things you hold dear, those things that you like. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll make them sing. Cameras, laptops, and thingamajigs. Bring it to the new location opening April 4th, just behind Dick's Sporting Goods in Grand Island. Waiting to serve you in our bigger, better store. Interstate All Battery, Grand Island. Melzag Service of Dannenbrog is always geared up and ready to help you in the fields. Whether it's in the heart of the harvest season or during the off-season, make the call to Melzag Service. Mel is experienced repairing international and all tractor brands, along with irrigation parts and accessories. The service you need, when you need it. Count on the one name you need to remember. Melzag Service of Dannenbrog, a proud Centurion sponsor. Back on the new Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits as we continue our rivalry chat here with St. Paul coach Rusty Fuller getting ready to match up with Centura. They get to do it on their home turf. And as we were talking about with Coach Baker, uh, Rusty, uh, you guys kind of were new to the whole rivalry thing, but it didn't take long to figure out that there was one, did you? No, the last two years have been uh, tough. I mean, I think the First year I was here, we might have won by a touchdown. I think last year it was 8-0 to zero over there, and they got us. So it's one of those things where the schools don't uh, fall very far apart, and the rivalry has been huge for quite a while. Both of the last couple of years, you two have been trying to rebuild programs, and let's face it, the game against each other you saw as an opportunity to get maybe one or two wins uh, during the season. How is the atmosphere this week different as you get ready for the game? 
they're kind of in the same boat as us. We're both four and two. A lot on the line this week for both teams. Um, we figure, you know, you win this one, you give yourself a really good opportunity to get into the playoffs. And uh, Centura knows that as well. They're, I mean, they're in the same situation. So our kids understand the importance of it, and uh, we make sure we're focused this week. And uh, they know what's on the line, so I think that's good for them to know that. You're going to have to bounce back off after a loss, but to a very good Centennial team. We saw you a couple of weeks ago when you played Gibbon. Uh, you got Gibbon, you got Arcadia Loop City. What have you done over the last couple of weeks that makes you think uh, your team has continued to head in the right direction? You know, we've really focused on our, our defensive run-stopping game, and I think we've done a really good job of that. Um, Right now, it's it's just finishing games. We put ourselves in position to win against Centennial and win against Valentine. Those two losses that we had, our kids just have to figure out how to finish now, and so we've really emphasized that. Defensively, uh, you have been doing really good in the games that you're winning and maybe one too many scores. I mean, obviously, they were both one-score games uh, that you lost. What are you seeing from your defense that still needs to be uh, fixed here over the last three weeks? We need to improve our secondary play. Last week, I think we gave over 300 yards passing. Uh, we had opportunities to make plays. We just didn't make them. But we also didn't put ourselves in very good positions. We turned over the ball, I think, six times. And when they get the ball on the three- or four-yard line and the 20-yard line, uh, it puts us in a tough position for our defense. But uh, for the most part, I've been very pleased with it. It looks like uh, not a whole lot has changed scheme-wise or anything. Uh, the same guys are making the tackles, and the same guys are getting the job done offensively for you. Yeah, we rely heavily on our option run game. We've uh, put in a little pistol uh, instead of under center just to get uh, Tanner Robleski out in space. He, he tends to read the option a little bit better, and um, he, he can see uh, the secondary a little bit better from that pistol position. Defensively, we rely on Hunter Koshian, Zach Derner in the D-line to make plays, and Cole Fusick at linebacker, and, and they've done a nice job for us so far. We're talking with St. Paul football coach Rusty Fuller here on the new Tech Seed pregame show, getting ready for Centura. Obviously, one difference between you and the Centurions, you will at least put the ball in the air once in a while. Yeah, we don't like to, but sometimes we're forced to. Uh, we're always a run-first um option offense but when things aren't going i have to go to our plan b which is through the air and tanner robaleski sometimes can just make things happen um when we put him in that position so uh i think that's just something we have to have tell me what you see uh, out of centura they they seem one-dimensional offensively but what they're doing seems to be working for them uh, yeah you're exactly right they uh they run a lot of the same stuff we do, really. They have a really good quarterback uh, in the Guzman kid and then uh, the Johnson kid at fullback. I was just doing their stats the other day, and I think they have like 1,446 of their 1,900 uh, rushing yards. So um, the whole offense is going to run through those two kids, so we have to make sure that we have those guys accounted for on the defensive side of the ball. The the general fan would go, man, if those are the only two, uh, don't you just stack it up against them? Obviously, they must be able to block for them. Uh, how do you attack that? We are. We're gonna. We're gonna force them to do something that they don't want to do, and that's throw the ball. I think they only have 97 or something like that total yards through the year. We want to get them uh, out of their comfort zone, so we're really planning on stopping the run game. And if we can do that, we think we'll be in pretty good position to win this game. Weather's going to be nice over the weekend. We got a little rain on Thursday, uh, so maybe uh, holding on to the ball and special teams could be could be big here. Uh, what do you like about uh, what you're getting done in the special teams? Yeah, we got to clean up. Um, it seems like if we have two good special teams, 
the other two lack, and it's not the same two every week. And so we really emphasize to our kids, you know, it's all facets of the game. So it's not just the kickoff return or just the kickoff coverage team. we got to have all phases ready to go, and especially against district games like this that matter. So uh, we've really worked on those in practice. we got a great special teams coach and Coach Reinch, and uh, I think he's got them ready to go. Last minute here with St. Paul football coach Rusty Fuller. We kind of touched on it. We touched on it with Coach Baker. This is a rivalry. How do you make sure that the emotions are in check? It's one of those things where we just make sure that we're focused and we we don't do anything out of the ordinary. Uh, We go through practice the same as we do any other week. When it comes down to, to game day, if the kids are having nerves, then we just tell them, Focus on what your job is each play instead of worrying about the outcome, and I think that relaxes them a little bit. Has there been any banter back and forth this week that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. (laughs) Hopefully none of that's happening. It's a lot easier to do it these days than uh, years ago. You're exactly right. Should be a good one, Rusty. Uh, Thanks for the time here, and uh, best of luck tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's St. Paul Wildcat head football coach Rusty Fuller, and we will be back on the new Tech Seed pregame show to look at the starting lineup for tonight's game between the Cats and the Centurions right after this on Classic Hits. Convenience isn't defined by how big a business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Healthmark Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First Healthmart pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Healthmart pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Healthmart in downtown St. Paul. Healthmart, caring for you and about you. And welcome back to the New Tank Seed pregame show, everyone, here at St. Paul on a beautiful Friday night for football. Before we take a look at the starting lineups, want to look at the injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And as always, the coaches say there's plenty of bumps and bruises, but really the only man down tonight will be number 62, Tyler Jonak, the senior tackle for St. Paul. Uh, he is uh, out sitting on the sidelines with that big brace on his leg and knee. And then you've got Thomas Morvitka, who uh, will probably just play defense tonight for St. Paul uh, as he returns to try to help out the Wildcats. He has missed a little time. Centura, they've had some banged-up kids. We saw a bunch of them go down on the opening night against Kimball, but uh, they have got them back in the lineup and are ready to go. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Let's run down our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll do it right after this timeout. For years, the Bosch & Sons name has meant solid welding for Central Nebraska, and it's a reputation you can count on when it's needed most. If it's made of metal, Bosch & Sons Welding and Repair can fix it. For new or repairs on cattle panels, feed bunks, chutes, or anything around the farm, contact Bosch Welding and Repair at 207 South High Street in Cairo. For solutions, call Bosch for a tight well. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Centura at center number 70, 6'1", 275-pound junior Barrett Selden. At guard, on the left side, number 64, 5'8", 225-pound senior Tate Christensen. And the right guard, number 58, 5'9", 170-pound senior Peyton McCord. The tackles, on the left side, number 51, 5'10", 210-pound sophomore Austin Simmons. And the right tackle is number 65, 6'3", 245-pound senior Justin Lindell. At halfback is number 22, 5'10", 160-pound junior Willie Packer. They list them as X and Y, but not like you'll see a lot of passing tonight. They're more uh, bulk tight ends for you. Number seven, a six foot, 151 pound senior, Reed Trumbler. And number 18, six foot, 150 pound senior, Connor Sokol. The fullback tonight is number eight, a 5'10, 181 pound senior, Caleb Johnson. The tailback is number one, 5'8", 166-pound senior Jose Guzman. And at quarterback tonight, number two, 5'7", 130-pound sophomore in Noah Wooden. The head coach of the Centura Centurions is Larry Baker, assisted by Scott Kornick, Roger Wooden, Corey Bowling, and Chris Bodie. For Centura, their four wins so far this season came on opening night against Kimball, then Wood River and Bayard. They lost in the final minute of the game at Hershey, were shut out by Central City, and bounced back last week against Arcadia Loop City. For the St. Paul Wildcats, the center is number 59, a 5'10", 180-pound junior, Zane Goldfish. The guards are number 54, 5'8", 210-pound junior, Hunter Koshin. And number 76, 5'10", 210-pound senior, Zach Derner-Holinski. The tackles are number 78, 6'3", 190-pound sophomore, Carson Morgan. And number 51, 5'10", 185-pound senior, Cole Fosick. At the split ends, number 21, 6'5", 155-pound junior, Joe Maz. And number 25, 5'6", 140-pound sophomore, Wyatt Plocky. The wingbacks are number two, five nine hundred and fifty pound freshman Jackson Seward, and number eleven, five eight hundred and fifty pound senior Jared Holinsky. The fullback, number one, five nine hundred and fifty pound junior Parker Klingensmith, and the quarterback, number three, five eight hundred and fifty pound junior Tanner Robleski. The head coach of the St. Paul Wildcats is Rusty Fuller, assisted by Chris Smith, Derek Reinch, Dan Fox, Mike Coglin, Brian Knapp, Alex Egger, Derek Runcie, and Dustin Nilsson, also 4-2 and two on the season, winning the first two games against Wood River and Cross County before being nipped by seven by Valentine, then road wins at Gibbon and Arcadia Loop City and falling to undefeated Centennial last week, 26-21. to 21. As you could hear, they are not the biggest team, especially in the backfield. A lot of youth, a lot of 150, 160, 140-pound youngsters, but they do have some speed, so it's going to mostly be Centura trying to work that up the middle and use their power, and Centura will have to uh, take a look at what St. Paul wants to do as they run a lot of jet sweep, run a lot of the same offense. They just run some different plays here tonight. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. More from St. Paul as we approach kickoff after this. October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in uniforms and more in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at uniforms and more. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. 
every Thursday night is pizza night at the Danish Bakery. Legendary pizza with mouth-watering ingredients all piled so high that you'll want a fork and knife. Grab a seat or choose carryout for your family or party. When you tell somebody you're having Danabrog pizza, they'll know exactly what you're talking about and probably ask you to bring back one or two for them. Served from 5 till 9, and it's a good idea to call for reservations. Fantabulous taste. Neat atmosphere and music, too. Thursday's Pizza Night at the Danish Bakery in downtown Danabrog. And welcome back to the new Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com, KKPR-FM, Kearney, St. Paul, and Danabrog, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. In the baseball playoffs today, Toronto beat Texas 5-3, to Cleveland leading Boston 6 to nothing in the top of the ninth, and in the sixth, the Dodgers lead the Nationals 4-3. to Still to come tonight, the Cubs will take on the Giants. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Centura won the toss. They'll defer, so St. Paul will get the ball when we kick it off in just a couple of moments here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Go mobile with Pathway Bank in Cairo. With mobile banking, you can check your balance, transfer funds, and even mobile deposit from your smartphone. Pathway Bank offers a wide range of banking products tailored to meet your specific financial needs. From person-to-person, business, and ag, see the friendly staff at your local Pathway Bank in Cairo today. Pathway Bank offers the latest in convenience and technology. Proud to support our local teams in the games tonight. Pathway Bank, member FDIC. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area. And they're protected by the most advanced trade technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Ryan Jaropic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation. Early hybrid selection and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jaropic, your local mycogen seed dealer. Good crowd on hand here tonight for Luplat Conference football, district football. Not a whole lot of afternoon games today. Games that are already booked last night from the area. Sandhills Stedford beat Anselmo Myrna 52-6. Exeter Milligan this afternoon beat Parkview Christian 54-20. In six-man, it was Elwood 65, Red Cloud 12, and Deschler 52. McPherson County 26. We will keep you up to date on scores throughout the night. But if you have scores that you can pass along to us, especially in classes 
C, and D. We would love for you to send them to the Platte River Preps scoreboard. And all you have to do is text or call. It's amazing. 308-646-0506. Give us the score and the placement in the game, and we'll be ready to go like tonight. Text St. Paul 7, Centura 7, end of the first. We'll have it. We'll pass it along to all those listening tonight. So we are about ready to boot it away here and get Friday night football underway. It'll be the white uniforms with the silver and maroon trim for Centura. They will move from right to left, while St. Paul will move from left to right in their home blue with gold jerseys. And we are about ready to get our highly anticipated Friday night football game underway. Back deep is Seward, but I would not expect to see Centura boot it deep. Let's find out. Oh, they missed the football. They better down it. They need to down it, and they do down it. It went three yards, and it will be St. Paul ball, and that is one of the killers when you do not have a kicker. I know that Centura did not want to give St. Paul, who has returned some kicks for touchdowns, an opportunity, but, boy, you also can't give them the ball at your 44-yard line, and that's exactly what has happened here. So a huge break for St. Paul to start the football game. St. Paul will have it at the Centura 44-yard line, first down and 10. They'll line up in that double wing. Quarterback is Tanner Robleski. Sets in the pistol with a back behind him. In motion will be Jared Holinski. They'll fake it to him and straight up the middle. Robleski inside the 40 gets to the 39. It's going to be a gain of four. The original mark was between the 43 and 44. We'll say that's a four-yard gain there. Robleski is the leading rusher for St. Paul. They've got him at about 450. A couple of kids that are just under 300 yards. So no eye-popping, bulging rushing numbers, but pretty balanced. Split out wide to left is Michael Allen. Here to the right side is Joe Maz. Second down and six at the 39 of Centura. This time it's Seward in motion on the jet sweep. And quarterback Robleski takes it again right off right tackle. And he doesn't get very far this time. Maybe to the 38, a gain of one. The tackle made by Anderson. And it'll be third down and about four, four and a half. Also in on the tackle was Heath Hostetler the man that makes this go for Centura. He went down on that Kimball game, and they were worried, but he has come back. Third down, four and a half at the Centura 38-yard line. Robleski, man in motion. He'll keep it again. Same play for the third time in a row, and he'll go nowhere. Might not have even made it back to the line of scrimmage. Hostetler is in there on the tackle for Centura. Also Peyton McCord. They'll give him the line of scrimmage, and it'll be fourth down and five. And, of course, St. Paul's in that tweener zone here where you're really kind of too close to punt it, so they'll probably go for it on the opening series of the football game. Running over and getting the play is junior wideout Michael Allen. He'll transfer it over to Robleski, and Allen will split out wide to the left, and again, it's miles to the right. They'll actually put slot right Jared Holinski. It's an empty backfield, trips to the right side. Robleski. Tries the hard count. Centura doesn't jump. See if he tries it again here. They'll send, oh, two men in motion. That'll be a penalty flag, or it should be. There it is. And Robleski will roll to his right. Centura will rip him down short of the first down so they can decline the penalty and take over. The tackle is made by Willie Packer. Both of the backs, which were lined up in slots to the right side, went in motion at the same time. It'll be an illegal shift. Centura can decline it and take over and survive. The poor opening kickoff where they just about whiffed it. So first down and 10 
For Santura, Robleski will get credit for about two on the play. And so three, and in this case, four and out. Good job by the interior line for Centura. That is where Coach Baker says his team has gotten much better from opening night. And something different tonight, it is going to be Noah Wooden. Starting at quarterback, Guzman will line up as a running back for the first time this season. And they will hand it right up the middle and nowhere to go. Boy, St. Paul blew it up. He didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. A loss of a yard on the play by Guzman. Now, Johnson's the leading rusher. Guzman missed the Central City game with injury, and he will lose a yard here. But he has been the starting quarterback throughout the season. They're trying to give St. Paul a different look, see if it works out early on. It did not work on the first play. Split out wide to the right will be Reed Trumbler. They'll be heavy to the right side here. Short pistol, only about two yards, taking that snap. And they will hand it off again. Guzman, room over the right side, got tripped up as he hit that little burst of speed. There was an opening, but the lineman was able to stick his hand out and trip him up. After a gain of two, it'll be third down and nine. Koshin, and I mean, you are not going to see many guys better in the Class C2 level than what St. Paul has in uh, the big fellas that we've talked about in Fosick and Koshin. So third down and nine now. Centura has it at their own 38-yard line. Just underway, scoreless. St. Paul denied on fourth down. And they will turn and hand it off again over the right side. It's into a whole pile of Wildcats and no gain on the play. It's going to be fourth down and a punting situation. Dylan Price on that stop for the Wildcats. Price in on the tackle. Bring up fourth down. And nothing on the carry for Guzman that time. So a punting situation. Guzman is also the punter. And so he will drop back. And for St. Paul, they will send back Jared Holinsky. He'll stand at about his own 30. Low snap. Here comes the rush. It's a low kick that is going to go out of bounds before the 40. So a short kick here. They'll give it to the 45. That's only a 17-yard punt for Centura. So special teams early on have really hurt the Centurions, and St. Paul will get good field position again. First and 10 at their own 45 with 8-11 to go here in the first quarter of a scoreless contest. Wildcats will send Twins out to the right side. Miles is way right. Slot right is Holinsky. One back in the backfield with the quarterback, Robleski. They run option that way, and they'll pitch it to Parker Klingensmith. Makes one man miss and then is hit, and then we've got a penalty flag away from the football downfield. The tackle was made by Centura. And Caleb Johnson, it's a gain of about two and a half yards, but let's see what the penalty flag is. It's going to be downfield holding on St. Paul. And that'll be a 10-yard penalty from the line to gain. So you'll give the two yards there to the running back, Parker Klingensmith, but then the hold will back him up 10. So it should be about first and 18. When they mark the ball at the 37, 38-yard line, we'll call it the 38. So first and 18 here for the Cats. Split out wide to the left is Wyatt Plocky. Back to that double wing. The running back is Klingensmith. They'll run the wing from right to left, and from left to right, they'll give it to their wing back, Jared Holinsky, and Centura's right there on the tackle. Not fooled. They're doing a great job up front. It is Peyton McCord to make the tackle and no gain for Holinsky. It'll be second down. And 18. Scoreless here in the opening quarter. All defense so far. 
Tanner Robleski had four carries for seven yards on the opening possession when they went for it on fourth and five in Centura territory. Looking for our game's first first down. Same look here with the double wing. They will send Seward in motion. Fake it left, keep it right as Robleski gets to the outside, but then tackled out of bounds as he crosses the 40 at about the 41. Going to be a gain of three, and there is a flag right in the middle of the field. That usually means a hold. And that would make it second in a pack of lunchtime here for St. Paul. And our White Hat says it's even worse than that. It's a chop block. That's 15, not 10. Chop block call against St. Paul. That'll make it second and about 33, if that is indeed the case. Should mark him back all the way to the 23-yard line. So St. Paul's going the wrong way on this drive. Second and 33 at their own 23. They have to get all the way to the Centura 45 for a first down. So will Coach Fuller keep it conservative here in the first quarter, or will he try and chuck it in the air? They'll empty the backfield, go twins right and left for the quarterback, Tanner Robleski. Out of the shotgun, he will pass. Pressure up the middle, double cocked, and his pass is tipped and almost intercepted by the middle linebacker, Johnson. It just wouldn't stick to his fingertips. There were three receivers in the area, and Johnson was just playing center field there and knocked it down. So it'll be third and 33. It's so far that Rick Peters has put this on his airline for frequent flyer mileage when he gets that vacation that he'll take the whole month of January off for. Don't worry, he'll be okay. Third and 33. I imagine we'll probably see this one stay on the ground after that did not work out. Robleski out of the pistol. He's got Klingon Smith behind him. They'll roll that way, look to throw. Pressure from the backside. They'll sack him inside the 20, back to the 17-yard line. Connor Sokol looks like the man that got him. And five more the wrong way. So a punting situation here for St. Paul. On the first sack of the ball game, it is fourth and 38. And Riley Jacobowski, the punter, is going to have to really bomb one just to get it to the first down marker, which is where Centura's return man awaits. And the punt high towards the sidelines. They'll let it bounce. It does right about the 50, and it will roll inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. So that's pretty easy to figure. That's a 39-yard punt. It was 4th and 38, and it rolled one yard beyond it, a 39-yard punt for St. Paul. So Centura will take over for the second time with 6.49 to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. And again, there's just some energy in the air. Let's face it, these teams in the last few years really were playing each other to get a win. Uh, they had been over maybe one win coming into this game, and now look at the way they've turned things around, and they can really take a big step forward with a win tonight. First and 10 at their own 44-yard line. Wooden, the quarterback, hands it straight up in the middle into a pile of St. Paul Wildcats. It's tough running for Johnson, and he is going to be drugged down there by Tyson Rasp. Uh, did I get that right? 59, Zane Goldfish, I believe, was the man on the tackle. A gain of one on the play for Johnson. Second down and nine. Zane Goldfish on that stop for the Cats. At their own 46. Twins to the right side, and they're going to run pitch play to Guzman. There's trouble in the backfield, and he is going to be swallowed up 
Behind the line of scrimmage, busted it up there was Zach derner Halinski. He made Guzman change directions. He didn't make the tackle, but he's the one that busted it up. That's a loss of two. And negative yards so far in this ballgame for both of the football teams. It could come down to that first break, a, a turnover, a, a nice play on special teams, as it's third and 11 at their own 44-yard line. And they will drop back to pass. Wooden under all kinds of pressure, and he is not going to get away. It took three guys to finish him off, but finally they stood him up, and he's knocked down by Zach derner Holinsky all the way back at the 30-yard line. It's a loss of 13 on the play. And it'll be fourth down for Centura. Fourth and 14 back at their 30-yard line. It may come down to a defensive score. Second punt of the ball game here for Guzman. This is a good snap. Has some pressure. High kick, short kick, and they won't call for the fair catch. Olitsky takes it at the 41, and Centura's right there on top of him to drop it. And that is a punt of 29 yards, maybe a one-yard re- return, and St. Paul for the third time will take over. First 10 at their own 43. Friday night football, we said this could be a quick game if they just continue to run and run and run the football, and that's exactly what we've seen. A couple of pass attempts, but almost intercepted in two sacks. So we have not had a completed ball yet. Back to the double wing. They will send Alinsky in motion, give it to him on the jet sweep. He's going to get the corner, 45, lowers the shoulder, 50, into Centura territory, just short of the first down at the 49. Long way to run, but eight yards that time for Holinsky, and that is the biggest offensive play for either team here so far in the first quarter, 4.45 to go here in quarter number one. It's scoreless at St. Paul. Second down and two just across midfield. Robleski calls the cadence, hands it off to Klingensmith. Klingensmith follows his left tackle for the first first down of the ball game at the 45-yard line, a four-yard gain for Parker Klingensmith. So, fresh set of downs. It'll give the guys that are taking care of the chains on the far sideline something to do. They get to move them for the first time. That's not a punt. So, first down and 10 here for the Cats. Scoreless in our opening quarter. Back to the double wing. Out of that pistol with Klingensmith behind. They will send in motion this time. Wyatt Plocky fake it to him. Robleski then comes back against the grain to the right side, fights off a tackle, and works his way to the 41-yard line. That's four hard-earned yards there for the leading rusher and quarterback, Tanner Robleski. It'll be second down and six at the 41-yard line of the Centurions. Again, we've got plenty of football going on tonight. On ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholic and Minden. Adam Central playing Boone Central Newman Grove on 1550 AM. Hastings McCook, 1230 AM KHS. All of our games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Second and six, Robleski. Hands it straight up the middle, and there's nowhere to go. Maybe a yard as they tackle Parker Klingensmith forward. And there's Hostetler again. We don't keep the tackle stats, but those boys, Hostetler and McCord, are going to get a lot for the Centurions and for St. Paul, Fosikakoshin, and Derner Holinsky are going to get a bunch as well. Third down and five for St. Paul. Keeping it basic, looking for that first little seam to break tackles and 
get things going here in this football game. Scoreless with three minutes to go. Fake the jet sweep, rolling right. Robleski wants to throw. Now he'll lob it up there for Holinsky, and it is juggled and incomplete. Off of his hand, and then it fell into the belly of Dawson Kasperson of Santura, who was sliding along the ground but couldn't haul it in either. And it'll be fourth down and five for St. Paul. Olinsky had just a little bit of a gap in there, and that's where the ball was lobbed, and they're going to go ahead and try and punt it with Riley Jacobowski. Not much of a rush, and he will boot it away. Good, high, safe punt. And it's going to bounce inside the 15, then kind of back up to the 16-yard line. So it's a punt of just 24 yards, but it does end up at the 16-yard line. And pin Centura back at their own end, first down and 10. Scoreless, 2.43 to go. Not a whole lot of excitement offensively, but we're seeing some outstanding defense here so far in the contest. Still a... Good couple of games ahead for both of these ball clubs. St. Paul has to go to Twin River, which should be in their favor. And then against Central City could be for the district title. Central City already beat Centura. They have to play Shelby Rising City and Twin River. Shelby Rising City, who knows? That is a a game that could see a record that's a little deceiving as they'll blast it right up the middle on first down here for Centura. Gain of a couple for Guzman. Guzman, It'll be second down and eight. Guzman, five carries, one yard. He'll get two forward, then go two back. See a lot of St. Paul alum back here tonight. They know how big this contest is. I'm sure along the far side, Centura has a few as well. I mean, if Jeff Keezer's here, that's big time, folks. That is big time. Second down and eight. 210 to go in the quarter. They'll hand it to Guzman again. Off right tackle, and he'll fight forward for maybe a couple more if they give him the 20-yard line. Maybe a knee short. They'll give him about the 19. We'll call it a gain of one. Third down and seven. Centura still looking for their first first down of the night. But it is scoreless. Clock running a minute 45 to go. Centura takes a little extra time in the huddle. That may be drawing up something different this time. We'll see if they go to the air. They have tried it once and got sacked for 13 yards. Third and seven. And it's going to be a handoff here to Johnson. Nothing there. May have even been a direct snap to Johnson. He got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. A punting situation here for Centura. And they actually gained yards on this drive. It's the first time that... The teams have seen some positive yards since the first series by St. Paul. So no gain for Johnson. And Guzman to punt for the third time. Low snap. Booms it high. Not very deep. And they'll let it bounce. And oh, what a big kick it takes for Centura. That rolls 15 yards off the get-go all the way back to the 37-yard line. That's going to be 45 yards on the punt. By far the best kick for Guzman, and he got a nice kick on that one. Centura was ready to cover it. Holinsky decided this time I'm going to let it go, and it took a heck of a hop. First down and 10. St. Paul still okay field position as we're under a minute to go here in the first quarter at their own 37-yard line. Biggest play of the game has been an eight-yard run by Jared Holinsky as they go with a single wing to the right side this time. And it'll be just a swing out to that wing, and Jackson Seward, and they are all over him in the backfield. The ball pops loose, and Centura's got it. They've got it inside the 30 at the 28-yard line. It falls into the hands of Guzman as they stood him up, 
And the ball popped forward, and there is the first big play of the ball game. First and 10 at the 28-yard line on the Guzman fumble recovery. And this will be the best field position for Centura. So we'll mark that down as our first turnover and see if Centura can do something with it here at the 28-yard line, first down and 10, scoreless in the final minute of this first quarter. Overload to the right side. They've got a bunch right, offset with Wooden, the quarterback, tonight. Long count, takes it, pitches it right to Guzman. It's student body right. Gets a block, dives inside the 25-yard line, gets to about the 23. That might be the best offensive play so far for Centura. We're going to call it a gain of six for Guzman, and it'll be second down and four. Centura will have to run one more play here in the quarter as they blew the ball ready to go with 26 seconds on the 25-second play clock. Win tonight. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, Not enough that it's going to factor into the contest, especially if they run it every play. Split out wide to the left. They'll hand it off. Only man in the backfield is going to get the first down here inside the 15 to the 14. Guzman again. And that's going to be a gain of about eight on the play. play. And that could be the final play of the first quarter. It's the first first down of the ball game for Centura. And Coach Baker says, come on over. We're going to let the clock run out. So a turnover could lead to our first points of the game. It'll be first down and 10. Centura at the St. Paul 15. The Cats and Centurions, a battle of four and two rivals, scoreless after one here on Classic Hits. Dennis and Angela of Husker Drilling and Irrigation are proud supporters of all the area athletes in tonight's game. Husker Drilling and Irrigation has all of the necessary tools to construct or service most of the wells and pumps in greater central Nebraska. When you call Husker Drilling and Irrigation, you're hiring people who have drilled hundreds of wells and serviced countless pumps since 1991. Good luck to all the players from everyone at Husker Drilling and Irrigation. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Uniforms and More in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at Uniforms and More. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda back with you here at St. Paul. Big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Peters and all the folks here, as always, for their hospitality. First quarter rolled along here, and mostly on the ground. In fact, every piece of yardage gained was on the ground. And after the fumble recovery here by Centura, they've got it first and 10 at the St. Paul 15, looking for our first points of the ball game now moving from uh, left to right or north to south, as the field sets here. Quick snap. They give it to Guzman. Blasts yeah, over the center, the and he will get maybe a yard. Good explosion. The problem was his knee hit before his body stopped bouncing yeah, along the ground. It's only a gain of one. Guzman had 16 yards on eight carries in the first quarter. Johnson, two carries, one yard, and they sacked Wooden for negative 13. So there's only about three total positive yards there in the first quarter for Centura. Trumbler, the lonely wide receiver, goes out to the left. Back set to the left side here for Wooden, his first start at quarterback. 
Long cadence, takes it, rolls to his left. He's going to keep it himself this time. He's got the corner inside the 10 and then knocked out of bounds at about the 9-yard line. It's going to be a 5-yard gain for Wooden. And that'll bring up third down and about four yards to go here. Third down and four. Centura has been working on a kicker with Joe Carey, and we watched him in warm-ups. He would definitely be able to make it distance-wise from here, but, again, there's a lot more to the snap, the hold, and everything that goes along with it. They would definitely prefer to get into the end zone. Third and four at the nine. Wooden out of the pistol. Pitches to the right side. Guzman trying to use that speed to get to the corner. It doesn't matter. There's a penalty flag, and he's knocked down at the 13-yard line by Tanner Robleski. It'll be a loss of three on the play, but this penalty will probably be accepted. Looked like maybe a hold on the outside as Guzman tried to get to the corner. We'll wait for the official call. Illegal block in the back. Illegal block in the back is called against. So it's going to be fourth at about nine, or it's going to be third at about 19. See what St. Paul elects to do. I would imagine since Centura is not a passing team, they would accept the penalty, but they will not. They're going to take their chances here on fourth down and make Centura do something with it. So Guzman loses four on the play. And it'll be fourth down at about eight and a half, nine yards to go here. And they are going to attempt the field goal. This will be a 31-yarder from the right hash. This is probably his distance. And we have all kinds of whistles before they can get a snap. They tried to quickly do it so that St. Paul might not be able to get the rush on him. But the ball was not blown ready for play. No timeout, no penalty flags. Just getting everybody set out there. So a 31-yard field goal attempt for Joe Carey from the right hash to try to give Centura the lead here with 11.08 to go in the second quarter of play. Trumbler the holder. He gets it. It's down. The kick is away. And it is good. How about that? The 31-yarder for Joe Carey. And that is our first points of the ball game. The sophomore steps up and nails it. And with 11.08 to go in the second quarter, Centura 3, St. Paul nothing. Time out. Are you satisfied with your current pivot dealer? Are your warranty issues handled efficiently? Does your current pivot dealer have years of design experience to put the right product in your fields that will save you time and money? If you answered no to any of these questions, then you owe it to yourself to call Stoltenberg Irrigation, your Valley Pivot dealer. Ed can design a Valley Pivot system from start to finish to meet your specific needs. Stoltenberg Irrigation sets the standard for pivot sales and service in central Nebraska. Need a reference? Ask your neighbor. Stoltenberg Irrigation is the best dark pivot dealer around. It's not magic, you see, or a special kind of potion. It's not witchcraft or voodoo, creatures from the ocean. It's just a place you can go when things you hold dear start to wither, become weaker, like a watch or cordless speaker. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll bring it to life. The things you hold dear, those things that you like. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll make them sing. Cameras, laptops, thingamajigs. Bring it to the new location opening April 4th, just behind Dick's Sporting Goods in Grand Island. Waiting to serve you in our bigger, better store. Interstate All Battery, Grand Island. Well, there's something that you don't utter very often, a field goal by Centura, and they're up 3-0. Now let's see what they do with the kick. To start the game, it was not good. It'll be a squib kick again, taken at the 33-yard line. 35, just securing the ball across the 40 this time, will be Joe Maz, and he'll get it to about the 42 of St. Paul. So good starting field position again here for St. Paul. Centura will put it on the shoulders of their defense, now leading 3-0. 
with 10.53 to go in quarter number one. Let's take a look at our scoreboard, PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can follow along as well. In the first quarter, Papillion La Vista leads Kearney 7-0, and Pius leads Grand Island 14-7 in A. The snap to Robleski, fakes the hand out to Klingon Smith, keeps it himself, finds a seam, 45-50 into Centura Territory, 45, and a first down to the 44-yard line. That is a gain of 14 on the play, and the biggest play of the night for the Wildcats. 14 for Tanner Robleski, who had six carries for six yards in the first half of play. Centura getting three points off the fumble recovery, and now St. Paul going to try and answer as they've got it at the 44-yard line, their second first down of the game. Robleski keeps it himself off the left side. There's nowhere to go, so he takes it over the nose tackle. The ball's loose again, and Centura says they have it. Let's find out. They do. The ball is fumbled, and the recovery made down low. Which one of the Centurions came off the bottom of the pile with it? Looks like Centura's Connor Sokol. Connor Sokol recovers the football and the second fumble recovery, and they will get it at their own 43-yard line. So Robleski that time lost the ball after a two-yard gain. And the Centurions on first down. Wooden hands it to Guzman. He's strung out, hit behind the line of scrimmage, and brought down. Among the first guys were Derner Holinsky. Maybe get him back to the line of scrimmage. Let's see if they do that or loss a half a yard. We're going to say it's second and ten. We talked about it after the first couple of series in the first quarter. It probably will come down to a big play like this, the way that the teams are playing defense, needing to get your own break. Let's see if St. Paul now can force something. Second and 10 for the Centurions at their own 43. Ten minutes to go. Second quarter, they're up 3-0. Johnson in motion out of the right slot. They'll pitch it to him around the left side, and he is going to get back to the line of scrimmage, but there is Laundry right at the snap. Johnson maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Olinsky was over on the tackle, but when you throw a flag right in the middle of the line, that's... Almost always holding, but it's a chop block. block And that's the second one of the game, one on each team. So maybe a a crew that looks for that particular penalty a little bit more, and that is a 15-yard dinger. And also the first penalty of the ball game on Centura. And moves it all the way back to the 26-yard line, where it'll be second down and about 27 to go. They need to get into St. Paul territory. You're listening to Friday Night Football on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPR-FM, Carney, Caro, and St. Labore. And we've got some whistles, and we've got the ball ready for play. Wooden going to hand it off, and the play is broken up by St. Paul at the 25-yard line. Nowhere to go for Guzman. Under caution on that step. And it falls to the 25-yard line. Third down, so it'll be third down and long. For Centura, leading it three to nothing. Ball on the far hash towards the Centura sideline. They'll run the play in, and they've only dropped back to pass one time in a game, and that ended up in a sack. They'll line up in the double wing again. St. Paul acts like they're going to bring some pressure. Wooden with the hard count, man in motion. They'll pitch it that way, trying to get it around to the outside. Willie Packer. 
Packer upended at the line of scrimmage. And it's one and three. Robleski and Klingensmith over there on the tackle. No gain on the play for Packer. And it'll be fourth down. And a punting situation again for Jose Guzman, who had 17, 29, and 45-yard punts in the first quarter. That 45-yarder aided by about a 15-yard roll. Holinsky probably going to corral this. Again, the snap bounces to him. Guzman patiently kicks it, but it's a short end-over-end kick that will bounce and right down the sideline, roll about 12 more yards and be down at the 37-yard line. That's a 38-yard punt and no return for the Cats. So Centura is accomplishing a couple of things with the way that they have kicked off and the way they have punted, and that is St. Paul has not had much of an opportunity to return anything. And the Cats now surviving that latest fumble. So minus two in the turnover department here for the Wildcats. And they trail three to nothing here on Classic Hits, and they've got the ball back at their own 37-yard line. Out of the double wing, Robleski. This time going to hand it to Klingensmith. He's hitting the backfield and gets back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. The tackle made by Austin Simmons. Austin Simmons on the They'll give him credit for one yard. I'll tell you what, there's some hard hitting going on out there. These guys want it, so who can last? Centura's a little bit bigger at most of the positions, but at some of the key positions, St. Paul's got some bulk as well along that line. Second down and nine. Again, one wide right, one wide left out of the double wings, and they go back to pass, a little pop pass over the middle, and it is caught and then drilled at the 44-yard line is Wyatt Plocky, but made a nice catch for the first down. That is going to be a gain of 18 on the play, the first positive pass of the night for either football team. And St. Paul is on the move with their third first down of the contest at the center of 44-yard line. They'll get out of the double wing this time and send the two backs to the right side. Want to throw it again, this time going for it all down the right sideline, and it is incomplete. As Guzman just drilled Plocky when the ball sailed over his head. It's kind of a weird-looking play. Excuse me, that was not Plocky. That was Maz. The way he threw it, it was well covered by Centura, and Guzman had to decide whether to go make a play on the ball or make a play on the man. And he made a play on the man, and it is incomplete. Second down and 10. St. Paul tried to lull him there. Didn't figure that they would go to the air twice in a row. Now they go with three wideouts and a slot left. Holinsky, they'll run the option that way, and Robleski will have to keep it, and he has wrestled down at the 41-yard line. A gain of three that time for Tanner. And it'll be third down. And about six at the 41-yard line. Maybe a four-yard gain we'll give him credit for. They'd like to be able to get at least enough on this play that it would be fourth and short. They went for it at the center of 35 on the opening drive, and then they had it at the 40 later and punted the football away. Third down and six at the center of 41. Twins to the left, and Holinsky's in the slot left, and now... Coach Rusty Fuller is going to use the first timeout of the football game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 6.48 to go in the first half. It is Centura 3, St. Paul nothing on Classic Hits. 
Melzack Service of Dannenbrog is always geared up and ready to help you in the fields. Whether it's in the heart of the harvest season or during the off-season, make the call to Melzag Service. Mel is experienced repairing international and all tractor brands, along with irrigation parts and accessories. The service you need, when you need it. Count on the one name you need to remember. Melzack Service of Dannenbrog, a proud Centurion sponsor. Convenience isn't defined by how big a business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Healthmark Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First, Healthmark pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Healthmark pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Healthmark in downtown St. Paul, Healthmark. Caring for you and about you. Out of the St. Paul timeout. They are ready to go for it. Third down and about six at the 41-yard line of Centura. The ball snapped and fumbled. Picked up by Robleski. He's looking to throw it, but there's nowhere to go, and he'll be swallowed up at the 45-yard line. When that ball hit the turf, there wasn't much of a chance there for the quarterback, Robleski, and that'll be a loss of four on the play. And the second sack of the contest. Hostetler in on the tackle and a punting situation here for Riley Jacobowski, who has two punts. The first one, 39. The second one was 24, but it was down at the 16. And the kick is away. There's a nice kick that drives Wooden back. He's going to watch it bounce. This might go out of bounds inside the 10. Oh, it hit the goal line. Oh, Halinski tried to get around Wooden, who did a good job of screening him, and it stopped right on the goal line. So instead of inside the one, they'll move it out to the 20, a 45-yard punt. And that was a beauty. It just got too much roll that time for Riley Jacobowski. So Centura with a 3-0 lead. Only has the one first down, but when they had the ball at the St. Paul 28, they were able to get it in there for a field goal attempt. And they'll line up here without double wings, they'll go trips to the right side, hand it off to the eye back, across the 20 to about the 22-yard line. They have utilized Guzman most of the night, and that is him again. Jose has been their starting quarterback five of the six games. One game he was injured, a gain of two, and he's really not getting anything more from the eye back position than what he would be getting from the quarterback position. And Wooden's not one of those big old quarterbacks that can lead block for you. Kind of you see more of that in the eight-man game, but that is definitely how Centura lines up. Second down and eight at their own 22. Quarterback Wooden's only about a yard behind. They hand it off and nowhere. Falling forward for a yard. Guzman gets one more as he's ankle tackled and falls forward to the 23. Werner Halinski with another tackle. Don't forget at half, Ravenna Sanitation halftime report will run down all of the Scores from around the area. This game's moved along so quickly you haven't been able to get to the scoreboard very much. We'll also take a look at the first-half stats. The Lou Platt Conference Volleyball Tournament's coming up next week. Both of these schools have very good teams. We'll talk about that as well. Third down and seven at their 23. Wooden, back to pass. Everybody's covered. And instead of throwing it away, he'll fall down at the 14. He had all kinds of folks coming after him. And Holinsky is in there on the tackle. Dylan Price was always the, was there as well. But losing back to the 15, that's going to be an eight-yard loss. And the second sack of the ball game here for St. Paul. 
And St. Paul should get excellent field position here. Guzman stands at his own one. Good snap. Not quite as much pressure. And a spinning end-over-end kick. And there's going to be a penalty flag. And then an inadvertent whistle. As the gunner came down, St. Paul return man Joe Maz on the short punt was running up. And one of the Centura gunners just smoked him. Unfortunately for St. Paul, there was an inadvertent whistle that killed the play because the ball still could have been picked up. But they're going to have to bring Joe over and find out what county he's in, maybe what country. That's going to be 15 hard. The ball sets at the 41-yard line. And they'll have it at the 26, I would imagine, when this one's done. The officials are actually trying to discuss what happened on the play. The penalty flag's actually laying farther up the field. This might be even more than that. It'll be fair catch interference on Centura. St. Paul wants, I think, the Centura player thrown out of the game. <laughs> but that is, uh, that's the rivalry, folks. <laughs> and that will be a 15-yard penalty. So fair catch interference. 15 yards, the punt, I'll be gracious and say that it was a 30-yard punt, and St. Paul will get it at the 23-yard line of Centura, down 3 to nothing, 420, and they've got a couple of timeouts, so plenty of time here. And they will hand it on the wing back around to Wyatt Plocky from right to left. He'll get inside the 20, dive forward to about the 16-yard line. And that is a gain of seven for Plocky. He is the fourth leading rusher. He had about 100 yards on the season coming into the ball game on limited carries. He's going to pick up seven. It'll be second down and three. And Centura now has to arch its back a little bit. They've really kind of controlled things. And now St. Paul in the red zone for the first time could grab the lead at half. They will send Holinsky in motion, then back against the grain will be Robleski. A little seam off the left side, across the 15 and inside the 10. First in goal, he's tackled forward at about the 8-yard line. And that's going to be 7 for Tanner Robleski. And it'll be first in goal for the Wildcats at the Centura 8-yard line. And now let's see what they're able to do here. Looking for the game's first touchdown, Centura, a 31-yard field goal from Joe Carey in the first minute of this quarter, it has been the only scoring. So St. Paul, first and goal at the eight, out of the pistol. Robleski sends Plocky in motion, then comes straight up the middle of the field inside the five. He stood up there and gets to the four. So he's halfway home, a gain of four from Robleski. And you know, if you're going to get into the end zone, you just as well use a little clock, too, that Centura won't have much when they do get the ball back. So all this right now is plus, plus, plus for St. Paul. We're under three minutes to go in the first half. Second and goal at the Centura four-yard line. Parker Klingensmith right behind his pistol-set quarterback, Tanner Robleski, with three men staggered to the left, the short side of the field. They will give it to Klingensmith. He'll lower his shoulder. He'll bounce off a man. He'll be in the end zone. And our first touchdown of the ball game is a four-yard run. Off the left side for Parker Klingensmith, and St. Paul grabs the lead with 2.35 to go here in the first half by a score of 6-3. And now, since there's a field goal on the board, this becomes a pretty important extra point kick for Jackson Seward. He takes one step, 
High snap, boots it away, plenty of leg, and that baby is good. So with 2.35 to go in the first half of play in this Luplat Conference battle, it's St. Paul 7, Centura 3, our five points bank touchdown, a four-yard run from Parker Klingensmith. For years, the Bosch & Sons name has meant solid welding for Central Nebraska, and it's a reputation you can count on when it's needed most. If it's made of metal, Bosch & Sons Welding and Repair can fix it. For new or repairs on cattle panels, feed bunks, chutes, or anything around the farm, contact Bosch Welding and Repair at 207 South High Street in Cairo. For solutions, call Bosch for a tight weld. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. And for the first time tonight, St. Paul will line up to boot it away. Putting the ball on the tee is Jackson Seward. Seward. Converts the extra point after the Klingensmith four-yard touchdown run. It was just a 23-yard drive after the fair catch interference on the punt. And Klingensmith, he'll boot it deep. And Centura will take it at the 12-yard line. Look for blockers, 20, not a whole lot of speed there. Bouncing around is Noah Wooden. Now he reverses his field, gets to the left sideline, 30, 35, and close to the 40-yard line before he's pushed into the Centura bench. Wooden, who's not the biggest cat out there, kind of got lost in the pile as he just trotted, bringing the ball up the field, trying to find a hole to explode through. And they'll mark him out of bounds at the 36-yard line. So Centura, who will get the ball to begin the second half, they won the toss and deferred. Let's see what they will do here. They don't want to give it back to St. Paul, but there's plenty of time on the clock that if they don't get a first down, that could happen. They trail 7-3. to three. And back to pass Wooden, trying to set up the screen, but it's underthrown. And that'll stop the clock, trying to get it to Guzman, right at the line of scrimmage. That'll be the first pass attempt of the entire game for Wooden. He dropped back one other time and got sacked. Second down and 10. Rolling along here on a Friday night at St. Paul. Knocked the frost off the pumpkin this morning, and it warmed up really nice. And we've had a beautiful night for football. Second and ten. Wooden trips to the right side, including the slot. Wants to throw. Now an inside handoff. Guzman's got all kinds of room. 40-45-50 into St. Paul territory. He wants more. Dances around, and it will be brought down at the 44. Boy, that was a beautiful run by Jose Guzman. He'll get 21 yards on the play. The biggest gain of the night for Centura. If Guzman would have been behind him, it would have been the Statue of Liberty, but it was just a late draw. And usually St. Paul had busted him up the middle so quickly that that wouldn't have worked. But when they spread him out and fake pass, St. Paul bit on it. First down and 10 at the cap, 44-yard line, a minute 54 and counting. Now back to their base set. Wooden back to pass again. Way behind the line of scrimmage. Rolling, rolling, throws it out here to Packer. It's caught, but it's four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Robleski is there along with Jared Holinsky. And a and completed pass for negative three. So zero passing yards is bad. Negative passing yards is worse. And it also keeps the clock rolling. 
and see if St. Paul gets a stop here, whether they would use a timeout or not. Because now I don't think Centura is really in any hurry. They got the first down. They should be able to run the clock out if that's what they want to do. Second and 13 at the Cats' 47-yard line. Wooden hands it off to Guzman, just off left tackle. Oh, no, he doesn't. Wooden keeps it. He's dancing around in the backfield, now just tucks it up and runs. Boy, look at that little fella go, and then he just gets drilled. They got him around the ankles, and he just got drilled. After all that running, he's going to get about four yards to the 44-yard line. Wooden's only a 130-pound sophomore, and he's hard to locate. 5'7", 130 pounds. He'll pick up four, and that'll bring up third down and nine. St. Paul elects not to use a timeout. And Coach Baker, I think he's going to run the clock down and use one for his own. So if they get a first down, then maybe they can chuck it to the end zone. If they don't, then they can just run the clock out, and that's exactly what Centura will do. Use their first timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Centura has a third and nine at the St. Paul 44 with 23 seconds to go on the half. It's St. Paul 7, Centura 3. Every Thursday night is pizza night at the Danish Bakery. Legendary pizza with mouth-watering ingredients all piled so high that you'll want a fork and knife. Grab a seat or choose carryout for your family or party. When you tell somebody you're having Danabrog pizza, they'll know exactly what you're talking about and probably ask you to bring back one or two for them. Served from 5 till 9, and it's a good idea to call for reservations. Fantabulous taste. Neat atmosphere and music, too. Thursday's pizza night at the Danish Bakery in downtown Danabrog. Doug Duda with our producer-engineer, Ed Smith. We're 23 seconds away from the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Score updates from around the area. Papillion La Vista continues to lead Kearney 7-0. Grand Island leads Pius now 21-7. Here it is third down and nine for Centura at the 44 of St. Paul. Back to pass, looking. It's Guzman, the quarterback, down the left sideline. It's picked off at the 25. Plocky up to the 30, 35, 40. Right sideline, 50. And he's still on his feet. Ball's knocked away. It's fumbled. And Centura covers. Centura covers at midfield. With 10 seconds to go, they drop Guzman back there. He is picked for the first Centura turnover. But then Plocky fumbles it right back at the 50-yard line. And if Centura doesn't kneel on it here, I will be shocked with uh, 10 seconds to go. They took their shot with Guzman, and I think they're going to let him quarterback it again. They're lining up with five wide. Trips left, twins right, and St. Paul says, we don't like this. Let's call timeout. One of the teams did anyway. I heard the St. Paul fans yelling timeout. Centura's going to take it. Timeout, Centura. And we'll have one timeout remaining. So crazy little turn of developments there. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Ten seconds to go in the half, 7-3 to three, St. Paul. We'll be right back. Go mobile with Pathway Bank in Cairo. With mobile banking, you can check your balance, transfer funds, and even mobile deposit from your smartphone. Pathway Bank offers a wide range of banking products tailored to meet your specific financial needs. From person-to-person, business, and ag, see the friendly staff at your local Pathway Bank in Cairo today. Pathway Bank offers the latest in convenience and technology. Proud to support our local teams in the games tonight. Pathway Bank, member FDIC. 
All right, we're back here at St. Paul. First and 10, Centura at midfield with 10 seconds to go and a half. Guzman is the quarterback. Still five wideouts. Guzman will roll left, back to his right, throw as far as he can over the middle into triple coverage, and it's off the fingertips of Dawson Casperson at the 24-yard line. Casperson turned himself around and lost where the ball was and still almost made an amazing catch there. Guzman obviously can chuck the ball down the field farther than the sophomore wouldn't. And there's time for one more play. Four seconds. But you could also see that Guzman, who threw it off his back foot, only got it about 30 yards down the field. So the only chance to score here will be on some kind of trickeration. Last play of the half. Guzman will be the quarterback. He takes the snap, just pitches it off to the right side to Johnson. He'll get some positive yards and be pushed out of bounds at the 39-yard line. That's actually enough for a first down, but that'll be the end of the first half of play. And in this battle of four and two teams with possibly a playoff berth on the line here, the score, the St. Paul Wildcats 7 and the Centura Centurions 3. St. Paul has turned it over three times, Centura once. The one turnover for Centura, St. Paul turned it right back over moments ago. So, 7-3, to three, your score in the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. We'll look at the first half stats. First thing we'll do is take a look at our area scoreboard. So if you have a score to pass along, please text or call the Platte River Prep scoreboard at 308 646 0506 646 0506. We'll also take a look at the Lou Platt Conference Volleyball Tournament, which starts on Monday. We'll have the semifinals and finals Tuesday and Thursday from Donovan Trouble here on Classic Hits. Again at the half, it is St. Paul 7, Centura 3 on KKPRFM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area. And they're protected by the most advanced trade technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Ryan Jarobic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation, early hybrid selection, and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jarobic, your local mycogen seed dealer. And welcome back to St. Paul, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. A four-yard touchdown run by Parkin Klingensmith with 2.35 to go in the half. 
is the only touchdown to go along with a Joe Carey 31-yard field goal at St. Paul 7 and Centura 3. Let's take a look at our scoreboard and update you on other scores from around the area. And let's start with what's going on in Class A. It is Papillion La Vista 7, Kearney nothing in the second quarter. As they go to the second quarter, Grand Island had a 21-7 lead over Pius. At halftime on 1230 AM KHAS, it is McCook with a 20 to nothing lead over Hastings. In the second quarter, fourth-ranked York leads seventh-ranked Aurora 14-7. And in the second quarter, it's Seward 10 and Grand Island Northwest nothing. Moving on to Class C1 in the area. On ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholic is taking care of a depleted Minden Ball Club. It is already 35 to nothing. Minden, uh, boy, I talked to Coach Shannon Lovin yesterday getting ready for the game, and they lose uh, maybe their best offensive weapon in Chase Smith. They've got about seven kids out. They broke that 25-game losing streak. They're another team, just like our two tonight, that have turned things around and won multiple ball games this year. But after they won the next three, including a victory over Adams Central for the first time in over 20 years. Then they had a couple of games on their schedule against a broken bow team that was winless at the time. And last week, Kozad uh, got a couple of kids back off injury, and they dropped both those last week in overtime. And now they've got three, uh, five and one and four and two teams left on their schedule. And it's going to be tough the rest of the way here for Minden and the Stars lead at 35-0. It is Boone Central, Newman Grove 14, Adam Central nothing in the second quarter. That's on ESPN 15-15. Grand Island Central Catholic has a 14-7 lead over Columbus Lakeview. Gothenburg leads Kozad early, 14-0. And Ord and defending state champion Columbus go to 7-7 in the second quarter. In other C2 games besides our contest, it is at uh, second quarter. Wilbur Claytonia, the number one team in the state, leading U10 14-0. St. Cecilia 12-0 over Sandy Creek. Cross County 42-0 over Fillmore Central. And Central City 21, Sutton nothing. Oh, my. Sutton is banged up a little bit, too, and Central City is getting them through the air, 21-0. Looking for updates on the Donovan Trumbull Southern Valley, Twin River Arcadia Loop City, and even the Wood River Gibbon game. If you have an update, let us know, 646-0506, 646-0506. You can text or buzz us. In D1, it is Heartland on top of Superior, 30-6 in the second quarter. Cambridge by the exact same score over Southwest. Elm Creek jumped out on Overton 40 to nothing in the first half, and it is Palmer the first score over East Butler 6 to nothing. In D2, Twin Loop leads Ansley Litchfield 21 to 3. These are all in the second quarter. Bruning Davenport Shickley a 14 to 12 lead over Fall City Sacred Heart in a top 5 matchup. It is Nebraska Lutheran leading Central Valley 38 to 6. Blue Hill a 14 to 12 lead over Giltner and Loomis over Hitchcock County 42 to 6. We're looking for updates on the SEM Pleasanton, Shelton Lawrence Nelson games among others. Earlier today, Exeter Milligan beat Parkview Christian 54 to 20 and Sandhill Stedford down and Selma Myrna last night 52 to 6. Six man games in the second quarter. It is Harvard 20, Maywood Hayes Center 8. Elwood defeated Red Cloud this afternoon, 65-12, and Deschler beat McPherson County, 52-26. If you have an update on the Wilcox-Hildreth Silver Lake game, let us know, and we'll pass it along. Here it is, 7-3, St. Paul leads Centura. Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this. 
Dennis and Angela of Husker Drilling and Irrigation are proud supporters of all the area athletes in tonight's game. Husker Drilling and Irrigation has all of the necessary tools to construct or service most of the wells and pumps in greater central Nebraska. When you call Husker Drilling and Irrigation, you're hiring people who have drilled hundreds of wells and serviced countless pumps since 1991. Good luck to all the players from everyone at Husker Drilling and Irrigation. October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in uniforms and more in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at Uniforms and More. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. couple of top 25 college football teams in action tonight for anyone that's interested in a score. It's Clemson 21, Boston College 3, one minute before halftime. Boise State, New Mexico kickoff here in just a couple of moments. In uh, Major League Baseball, the Cubs just getting ready to uh, take on the Giants. And if you know a Cub fan, just stand back as the meltdown begins tonight against the Giants. And uh, already finished today, Toronto beating Texas 5-3. to Cleveland shut out Boston 6 to nothing. So Toronto and Cleveland, one went away from the American League Championship Series. And in the ninth, it's the Dodgers 4 and the Washington Nationals 3. The National League Series will continue uh, tomorrow. Don't forget the UNK football team is at Central Missouri tomorrow. Hastings College homecoming as they take on Midland at 1 o'clock. 21st-ranked team in the country. And you can hear that on 1230 a.m. KHAS. Here it's 7-3 in favor of St. Paul. And coming up on Monday night, it's the start of the Luplatt Conference Volleyball Tournament. There will be home sites on Monday. The 8-9 matchup will have Ravenna playing Gibbon. That will be at Kearney Catholic at 6. Then the winner turns around and takes on the top seed stars at 7 o'clock. Also on that side of the bracket, number 4, Ord, will host number 5, Centura. Number three, Donovan Trumbull will host Arcadia Loop City in the bottom half of the bracket, and number two, St. Paul will take on number seven, Wood River, all those at 7 o'clock. Then the uh, Kearney Catholic Ord Centuro winner, 6 o'clock Tuesday, the bottom half of the bracket where St. Paul is at, uh, that will be at uh, 7.30, and then the Consolation and Championship next Thursday, all right here on Classic Hits. The Fort Kearney Conference Tournament also will be played next week. Also gets underway on Monday. They play at two different sites. Axtell is the top seed. So the first game will be the 8-9 matchup. Loomis versus SEM. The winner gets Axtell in between the 4-5 matchup. Pleasanton and Elwood. And then in Overton, it'll be Elm Creek, Wilcox, Hildreth at 5. The winner plays Overton at 7 in between Amherst. We'll take on Eustace Farnham. And the Centennial Conference Tournament will be played tomorrow it will be Bishop Newman taking on Hastings St. Cecilia. Grand Island Central Catholic takes on Archbishop Bergen. Lincoln Christian takes on Lincoln Lutheran. And SCOTUS and Concordia are matched up in the first round 
10 o'clock for the top half, 11 o'clock for the bottom of the half, all those games being hosted by David City Aquinas, who's the only team that didn't qualify for the volleyball tournament this year. So that's what's going on in volleyball. Nebraska took the first set from Indiana, but trailed most of it, won at 25 to 23. We'll catch you up to date on how UNK is doing down at Washburn and give you some first-half stats where the score is St. Paul 7 and Centura 3 here on Classic Hits. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we promised an update on UNK Volleyball. They're 20-0, but they dropped the first set to 17th-ranked Washburn 30-28, and the Lopers are up 24-22 in the second set down at 17th-ranked Washburn, who they have beaten a couple of weeks ago. Then they're at Emporia State uh, tomorrow, Hastings College plays at Briar Cliff when it comes to uh, volleyball tomorrow. Let's take a look at our first half stats, and uh, there are not a ton of them to talk about. It's been hard work on the ground, and we will start with Centura, where Jose Guzman started in the backfield tonight. 15 carries, 37 yards. Caleb Johnson, 3 carries, 11 yards. Willie Parker, 1 carry, 0. And the quarterback, Noah Wooden, 4 carries, negative 12. He's been sacked two times. 23 rushing attempts, 36 yards for Centura. Through the air, Wooden is 1 of 2, but it was for negative 3. Guzman was 0 of 2 with a pick. So as a team, Centura is 1 of 4, negative 3 yards and 1 pick through the air, 36 on the ground. That's just 33 yards of total offense, 3 first downs, 5 punts for an average of about 34 yards. They had 2 penalties for 30 yards. And the one turnover, an interception, which actually was fumbled back to them on the same play with 10 seconds to go in the half. We'll take a look at the first half numbers for St. Paul right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Aurora Cooperative is setting a new pace for agriculture by creating a soybean premium program. To qualify, producers must use an aerial application of fungicide plus insecticide and deliver the soybeans to an Aurora Cooperative grain location. Aurora Cooperative's real farm research confirms up to a six bushel per acre yield increase. Plus, now you can get the added soy premium bonus on top of the extra bushels. Contact your local agronomy representative for details. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. 
To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Let's take a look now at the first half numbers for St. Paul. Parker Klingensmith, five carries, 12 yards, the game's lone touchdown. Jared Holinsky, two carries, eight yards. Wyatt Plocky, one carry, seven yards. And Tanner Robleski, the quarterback and leading rusher on the season. Tonight, 12 carries, 33 yards. He has been sacked twice and lost a fumble. 20 rushing attempts, 60 yards for St. Paul. Through the air, Robleski is two out of five for 18 yards and no interceptions, no touchdowns. So 18 through the air, 60 on the ground, 78 yards, resulting in five first downs for St. Paul. They've got three punts for an average of 35 yards, three fumbles in the game. Only one of them led to any points, two penalties for 25 yards. So according to my count, we have a total of 111 yards of offense in this first half, which leads you to a low-scoring 7-3 game for St. Paul. A 31-yard field goal by Centura's Joe Carey after the first turnover of the ball game. Jose Guzman uh, grabbed the ball out of the air after it was uh, popped out on a uh, completed pass, and it was popped right out of the hands there of Robles, of uh, Smith, and it just popped up into the air there, and he was able to cover it. They pick up a first down, and the 31-yard field goal gives him a 3-0 lead. Connor Sokol had a fumble recovery that they could not turn into points, And then St. Paul took advantage of a short punt and a 15-yard fair catch interference penalty that gave him a 23-yard field that they were able to punch in, a four-yard run by Parker Klingensmith with 2.35 to go as uh, Seward added the extra point kick. And that is your score, 7-3 St. Paul here at halftime. We're just a moment away from getting the second half underway. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service. For your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization package will work best for your boat. Then call Buzz's Marine at 308-234-4576 to set up an appointment. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Cardi. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, the field conditions are still pretty nice, brought to you by Craig Weeches and your Impact Ag Partners, St. Paul, getting ready to kick it off here. And a beautiful night. Uh, you can tell the field's been played on, but no problems here from that aspect. As St. Paul boots it away, and it'll be Guzman to take it at the 15. Left sideline, 20. Looks for a block. There really isn't one, and he gets what he can to about the 25, maybe the 27-yard line where it will be first down and 10. Centura, 30-yard line, where it'll be first and 10, Centura. I'll give him a couple more officially out at the 30-yard line. Our field condition report is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Easy. Pioneer.com and Mobile Pioneer on their smartphone. The great seeds of success from Pioneer and Impact Ag Partners. And Centura doesn't do anything different here. They're going to hand it off over the left side. And it looks looks like it's Guzman again to uh, pick up five yards. And second down and five to go, just short of the 35-yard line. They had kept Wooden at the quarterback position. Let's see if they change that up. I think maybe now they are going to go with Guzman as the quarterback, and that is the case. He's going to keep it himself off the right side, breaks the tackle at the line of scrimmage, drags a man with him for the first down. It took a gang tackle to bring Guzman down. He's going to get seven on that carry. And a first down on the first possession of the second half. So Coach Larry Baker and his crew didn't exactly get as much out of his offense, obviously with only 33 total yards by putting Noah Wooden at the quarterback. They're going to put Guzman back there, and maybe that'll get Johnson a little more involved in the football game. So Guzman now taking the snaps. They're back to that wing T look. He's about two yards behind the center, takes the pistol, and he is going to keep it himself, tries to shake the tackle, lowers his shoulder, dives over the 45 to the 46. The tackle is made by the quarterback, defensive back Tanner Robleski. A gain of four on the play. 53 yards now. So 16 yards on the first three carries here after getting 37 total. In fact, 16 on his first 14 carries of the first half. He's got 16 on three carries here. He did have a nice 21-yard run right before halftime. Back to the wing tee, second down and six at their own 46-yard line. Handed off to the big fellow Johnson over the left side. He'll run into a bunch of players. Then we get a late penalty flag. Now, it hasn't gotten really chippy yet. We had the one fair catch interference that got the crowd fired up, but this one came down after the play. Might be a face mask in the middle there. Johnson picked up about three. Unsportsmanlike conduct on St. Paul. And, you know, here at the high school level, you're not going to get an explanation. The coach might, but uh, it's not like they've got the mic on to tell you if it was spearing, a late hit, uh, hands to the face or what the case may be. So a 15-yard 
defensive late hit penalty or unsportsmanlike anyway on St. Paul. And that will move the ball all the way down to the 37-yard line. And Centura has taken advantage of a couple of turnovers and a couple of penalties. They trail it 7-3 here as we're on the opening possession of the second half. First down and 10, Centurions with their fifth first down now. That one by penalty. Both teams come in at 4-2 and two on the season. Tough game still to come against Central City for St. Paul and for Shelby Rising City for Centura. First down and 10, and they're ready to go now as they hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Guzman hard count, then goes on two and pitches it to Johnson around the left end. Gets to the 35, 30, stays in bounds, 25, and where will they say that he finally stepped out of bounds at? Biggest run of the night for Johnson to about the 24-yard line, and that's going to be a gain of 13 for Caleb Johnson. And Centura now with their best drive of the night, coming on the switch of quarterbacks, coming here at the start of the second half of play. First down and 10 just across the St. Paul 25-yard line. They've only been in the red zone one time tonight, came away with a field goal. Reed Trumbler out wide to the right. Guzman is at the quarterback position. He's going to keep it himself, slips a tackle in the backfield, but it's all St. Paul. First man to get back there was Derner Holinsky. Guzman got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It'll be second down and 10. Fosick in there, Marvitka in there, again playing a little banged up. They're using him defensively tonight, and not on the offense was the plan coming in. Second and 10 at the 19-yard line. Excuse me, the 24-yard line. Pitch play right side. Johnson finds a hole, gets to the 20. Stiff arm, 15. And a penalty flag will come out as he's brought down just short of the 15 at the 16. See what our side judge has here. I wasn't even sure he had a lead blocker. If it was all St. Paul, this is going to end up being on the defense. But if he had that lead blocker, it might be a hold. Yes, it is a face mask. It is a face mask. Johnson's going to pick up eight on the run, and then another first down via the penalty, and Centura has more first downs on this possession than they had the whole first half. It's going to be the five-yard face mask penalty, which will move it just short of a goal-to-go situation. First and 10 at the 11. Centura looking to get the lead back, trailing 7-3, 9-15 to go, third quarter. Guzman, Slides a man in motion, Casperson, hands it to Johnson, fullback dive inside the 10, gets to the 9. Two short yards will bring up second down and 8. Basically a goal-to-go situation. They can get a first down inside the 2-yard line. Parents night here tonight at St. Paul. And again, we've been pretty fortunate. Almost all but one week has been outstanding football weather. A little windy one night a couple of weeks ago, but been pretty good so far. Guzman calls the cadence. Option left. He's just going to pitch it out to Johnson, who's hitting the backfield. Then St. Paul's defenders run into each other, and Johnson actually gets back to the line of scrimmage. If the St. Paul tacklers hadn't actually hit each other trying to get to him, they would have dropped him for about a three-yard loss. Johnson gets back to the line of scrimmage, and it'll be third down and nine at the nine-yard line between the nine and ten. Call it third and eight, actually, at the nine. Will Guzman go to the air, or will they be content to try and run it one more time? 
On third down, Guzman sends Packer in motion from left to right. They run option right side, hand it to Johnson. He'll be drugged down at the six-yard line. St. Paul just continues to play great defense. Cole Fosick in on the tackle. It's a gain of three for Johnson. Will they kick the field goal to make it seven to six, or will they go for it? Coach Baker doesn't want to call a timeout. He wants to make sure he gets the play, and they're running out the tee for a field goal here. If it's 9-7, so be it, but they haven't been able to move it, so they'll run out for the field goal. He's already made a 31-yarder. This will be a 23-yarder. Snap, good, kick, line drive, and it is good. A 23-yard field goal for Joe Carey, and it makes it St. Paul 7 and Centura 6. And kind of also keep in mind, if it ends up being 14 St. Paul, then Centura could get a touchdown on a two-point conversion, would tie the ball game. So with 7.26 to go here in the first half of play, Centura marches down the field on the first possession and settles for three. It's St. Paul 7, Centura 6. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Another squib kick by Centura is going to be picked up by Joe Maz, looking for somewhere to go and just kind of runs toward his sideline, and he'll come out of bounds, return about five yards up the field, mark it at the 40, and that's where St. Paul will take over for the first time here in the second half. Centura marched 64 yards, nearly twice as many yards as they got in the first half. And I think we did get a penalty flag for a face mask. I thought it was going to be a late hit. It must have been a face mask penalty on Centura on the tackle. Settle market at the 45-yard line of St. Paul. Trailing 7-6 Centura. St. Paul has it by one. Empty the backfield for Robleski. Tanner wants to throw on first down. Wants to go deep down the left sideline. It's underthrown and knocked down. Looking for Parker Klingensmith. Then it is Noah Wooden to knock down the underthrown pass. Willie Packer. Was man-to-man coverage down there on Klingensmith. Again, Robleski was 2 of 5 for 18 yards in the first half of play. So Coach Fuller tried to loosen things up here right on the first play from scrimmage in the second half. They did have back-to-back pass plays one time, and with so few attempts, that was eye-opening. Again, they'll open the backfield again. Fake the jet sweep. Robleski up the middle has a little room. Pops outside 50. 45 has the first down. Finally tracking him down is Austin Simmons, but a gain of 11, and it'll be a first down for Tanner Robleski. Sixth first down of the ball game. And if you can do that off a play action pass first down that doesn't complete it, 
you set up second and long and can still convert, that'll give them a little more opportunity to maybe try that throughout the ball game, leading it 7-6 to six at the 44-yard line of Centura. Again, here comes Holinsky. This time they'll give it to him on the jet sweep. Left to right has room, 40. Up the numbers, 35, and he'll be brought down there. Knee hit between the 36 and 35-yard line, so a nice run on the play for Jared Holinsky. A gain of eight will bring up second down and two. So the adjustments that both coaches made at halftime have worked here initially. Seven to six, St. Paul. Already 6.56 to go here in the first third quarter of play. Robleski again with the empty backfield, twins right and left. Again, jet sweep motion with Holinsky. They'll fake it. Quarterback Robleski, big hole up the middle, breaks a tackle, stumbles forward across the 35, inside the 30 to the 29, and a gain is seven, and another St. Paul first down. And we've got an injured man on the field for St. Paul. Got ran over, and down on the field for St. Paul is Derner Holinsky. And maybe just a cramp. Hopefully just a cramp. They run out there and grab that leg immediately, but he's in a little bit of pain, so they're going to take a look at him. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Both teams have moved the ball on the opening possession of the third quarter. Right now, St. Paul is doing it. They have it first and 10 at the Centura 30, St. Paul 7, Centura 6, here on Classic Hits. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Doug Duda back with you here at St. Paul, KKPR-FM, Carney, Caro, and St. Paul on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It appears to be a cramp for Zach Derner-Holinski and uh, the crew here at St. Paul saying they had about five guys go down with cramps during uh, last week's game. So they continue to uh, work on him. And while they do that, let's go ahead and take a look at the Platte River Preps scoreboard. In volleyball, UNK was up 24-21 in the second set and gave it away. And the Lopers are in danger of dropping their first match of the year. Washburn 30-28 and 32-30 in the first two sets. The Lopers are up 8-3 in game number three, but they're going to have to go five if they hope to get to 21-0. The Huskers have taken the first two sets from Indiana tonight, 25-23 and 25-17. In high school football, it is halftime. Papillion La Vista, 14, Kearney High, 3, Grand Island, 21, Pius, 7. In Class B, at the half, it's McCook, 20, Hastings, nothing. 
York 14, Aurora 7, Seward 17, Grand Island Northwest nothing, and maybe a little surprise there. In C1, it is Boone Central, Newman Grove 20, Adams Central nothing, Kearney Catholic leads Minden 35, nothing at the half. Also at the half, Grand Island Central Catholic 21, Lakeview 14, Gothenburg 21, Cozad nothing, Ord 13, Columbus SCOTUS 7, and in the second quarter, Broken Bow 28, and Ogallala 21, and Broken Bow starting to play better in the second half of the year. Halftime in C2, UTAN leads the number one team in the state, Wilbur Claytonia 15-14, Cross County over Fillmore Central 55-12. It is St. Cecilia 28, Sandy Creek 7. That's in the second quarter, and Central City was up 21-0 on Sutton early. Looking for an update on that. Also at the half, it is... Nebraska Christian 14, High Plains 8, Cambridge 42, Southwest 14, Hartland 36, Superior 14. And we are ready for more football here as they have helped Derner Halinski to the sideline. First down and 10, St. Paul at the Centura 30. Midway through the third quarter, 7-6 St. Paul. Robleski out of the pistol. Halinski in the jet sweep. They fake it to him, and it didn't work that time because he is swallowed up. Robleski loses yards. Peyton McCord among the first two guys to get to him. Robleski will lose two on the play, and it'll be second down and 12. Under six minutes by the time St. Paul snaps it here. We are busting along. Don't forget, at the end of the night, we will have the... Rutz Heating and Air Scoreboard Show. Merritt Lawson and the crew back at the studio. Updating scores from all over the state. Wrap-ups from our radio games and a whole lot more. Second and 12. They're keeping that backfield empty. Again, Holinsky on the fake jet sweep. Robleski rolling to his right under some pressure, and he's just going to get rid of it. Good, good decision by Tanner Robleski as Heath Hostetler was bearing down. And now we get a penalty flag at the end of the play. And that might be grounding, but I don't think it should be grounding. He was out of the tackle box, and it definitely made it to the line of scrimmage, I thought. Maybe it bounced short, but he was only about five yards behind the line. And he had teammates running in that area. Let's find out what the referee tells me. It is going to be intentional grounding. So instead of third and 11, it'll be third and about 26. Excuse me, five-yard penalty from the markoff. So third and 20. On the incomplete pass from Robleski. So from the spot, it's a five-yard penalty and a loss of down. Third down, about 20 at the center of 40. Third down and exactly 20, actually. They need to get to the 20-yard line. Robleski hasn't been asked to take the ball downfield through the air, although he has taken a couple shots there. He's back to pass. little hook pattern over the middle. There's nobody there. They tried to find a wheel route to Parker Klingensmith from the left. Wyatt Plocky was a little too close from the right. That had three defensive backs there, but it was just thrown over everybody, which was the safe thing to do for Robleski. And that'll bring up a punting situation here for St. Paul, fourth down and 20. And if memory serves me right, I think they've punted from the center of 40, exact 40, three times now in the ballgame. The punter is Riley Jacobowski. Stands at midfield. Guzman back to return it. St. Paul, I don't know if they had enough guys on the field. Try to run somebody out late. They'll let the bounce 
take it inside the 15 and goes out of bounds at around the 12. That's another good punt for Jacobowski inside the 20-yard line for the second time. That'll be a 28-yard punt. Not all that much, but it's his second. Pinning inside of the 20, and Centura with a long field to go. Just coming off their most impressive drive of the ball game. They moved it 64 yards, had to settle for the 23-yard field goal. And your score is 7-6, St. Paul. Here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com, 5.30 to go in the third quarter. Guzman has went back to the starting quarterback position. He played running back in the first half. Guzman rolls option right side. He gives it to his fullback quickly, who gets to the 15, and Johnson to the 16 before the pile shoves him backwards. That'll be a gain of about four for Caleb Johnson. Johnson only had three carries in the first half. He had seven now here in the third quarter. Second down. And about seven for Centura. At the end of our ball game, it's the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. They continue to work on Derner Holinsky in that bad cramp. He plays line both sides of the ball. Out of the pistol on the wing tee behind him is Guzman. Different looking offense here for Centura. Long count. Takes it. Fakes the pitch left. There was nobody there, so he just tucks it up and goes, and there's actually a little hole that squirts him across the 20 to about the 22-yard line. He's going to pick up about six on the play. It'll be third and a yard. I don't know if it was a busted play, but Guzman was going to keep it the whole way. He just kind of faked the pitch action. And Jose now. A chance to get a first down here for his ball club. Third and less than a yard. At their own 22, and they'll give it off the left side. Should be enough for the first down as the pile continues to move forward to the 24. There's about 16 kids in that area. And Guzman says, I'll keep it myself and get the first down. So just a two-yard gain, but that's enough to move the chains here. As Centura having a little more, a lot more success here in the third quarter. Still not going to the air, but trying to use a little bit overall bigger offensive line here to move the ball. First down and 10 at the 24. Send the left wing in motion. Run option that way. Guzman fakes the pitch. Gets into a little seam. Trip forward to the 29-yard line. That was just kind of well played all the way along. Zane Goldfish tripped him up. It'll be a gain of five. Second down and five. Second down and five. So I'm guessing Coach Baker is going to take that first half game plan and throw it in the trash can because Guzman actually, I think even talking to Coach Baker, he's having more success right now than maybe what they thought they would have uh, as St. Paul was geared up to stop him. Second and five. Guzman out of the pistol. They'll go left side this time. He'll keep it again. He bounces off Johnson, crosses the 30 to the 31. They may give him the 32, a gain of three. It'll be third down and two. And we talked about that earlier when Noah Wooden was the quarterback. You really couldn't follow him as a blocker. He was always handing it off. Here, Guzman can kind of shade off the big fullback in Caleb Johnson, who's 180 pounds plus with those pads on. And I just think you've got a little bit better lead blocker here where the offense they ran in the first half really never had a lead blocker. Third down and a short two. Ball at their own 32-yard line, trailing 7-6 Centura. Guzman, a lot of help to the right side, going to hand it off to Johnson, and they brought everybody, and he loses yards, and the first man through was Hunter Koshin. 
Koshin led the charge. Dylan Price was there with him. Johnson lost a yard on the play, and after little chunks, little chunks, little chunks, and moving the chains, Centura probably now going to have to punt it, although they're discussing things over there. Sending in Dawson Casperson as if they're going to go for it. This would really be rolling the dice. And you definitely don't want to burn a timeout here. And now they will line up to punt. Dropping back to return the punt is Jared Holinsky. Guzman takes the snap. It's a fake. He throws it over the middle and over Packer's head. And incomplete. It would have been enough for the first down. And so they did roll the dice. In a one-point game, and now St. Paul with excellent field position. And they'll have it at the Centura 32-yard line. Incomplete pass on the fake punt for Centura. Trying to keep that drive alive and wear St. Paul down. Now the defense has to step up with 149 to go in the third quarter, 7-6. St. Paul, Robleski. He's going to keep it himself, try to get to the right side. All Centura, and dropping him for a loss on the play is Connor Sokol. A loss of two, and they have started to corral Robleski a little bit better here. Tanner was able to squeak free a couple of times in the first half. Here in the third quarter, four carries for 14 yards. His first carry was a nice 11-yard keeper, so the next three he's picked up three total. Lost two there, second down and 12. They will put Klingon Smith behind him now. They were empty in the first series of the half. Swing pass out here. It is complete into the hands of Jared Holinsky. Finds a block to the 30, turns up field, and is close to the 25, and then a late flag for a tackle out of bounds. And those are the things that you look for in these rivalry games. It might not have been a penalty, but because you're kind of made aware of it before the game, it's a penalty. The swing pass is good from the 33-yard line to about the 26. It's only a 7-yard completion, but you're going to get a 15-yard penalty here, it looks like, for a late hit. It'll be a half the distance to the goal, so it'll be a 13-yard penalty on Centura. First down for St. Paul, and again, this is a huge turn of developments here. It would have been third and about five. And Centura may have been able to overcome the incomplete pass on the fake punt. Instead, a 15-yard penalty, and St. Paul's in the red zone. First and 10 at the 13-yard line of Centura, up by a score of 7-6. to six As we approach one minute to go here in quarter number three. Waiting for the ball to get placed. It'll be Robleski in the pistol, Klingon Smith behind him. Out wide to the left is Michael Allen, twins to the right side. You've also got Plocky in the slot right. They'll hand it to Klingon Smith. He got tripped up. He falls forward to the 10-yard line. He's going to get about three yards on it. Again, it was Connor Sokol that got through there, but looked like the old turf monster just kind of got him. A gain of three. We'll call it second down and seven yards to go. Klingon Smith staying right behind him. He has the game's only touchdown, a four-yarder, going this same direction in the second quarter. Fake it to him, and then they'll get to Robleski coming through untouched. Sokol again drops him at the 15-yard line. That is a loss of five on the play, and Connor Sokol having a whale of a third quarter from his linebacker position. They found something, and he came through totally untouched. 
And that will be the final play, it looks like, of the third quarter. Michael Allen telling his guys, hey, we're going to wait till the fourth quarter and change ends. So it's still in doubt here on this Friday night, week number seven of the high school football season. After three, it is St. Paul 7, Centura 6 on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. It's usually a low-scoring affair between these two ball clubs. Last year, Centura beat St. Paul by a score of 16-6. to A couple of years ago, they played an overtime game here uh, at St. Paul. And uh, that one was Centura falling to St. Paul 8 to nothing. Here we start the fourth quarter of play. St. Paul up 7-6, to six, and they've got the ball. Second and 12 with the 15. Rolling right, Robleski throws to the end zone. What a great catch. Halinski is in for the touchdown. Noah Wooden got his hand in there but could not knock it away. They weren't sure if it was quite in the end zone or laying on the goal line, but they'll give him credit. A 15-yard touchdown pass on the first play of the fourth quarter from Tanner Robleski to Jared Halinski. And now a chance to attempt the extra point, make it an eight-point game. Jackson Seward. Snap is good. The placement is good. The kick is very high, but it looks like it's sailed left, and it is no good. So it's a seven-point game with 11.55 to go in the contest. St. Paul is in the end zone for the second time on a 15-yard touchdown pass from Robleski to Holinski, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, St. Paul 13 and Centura 6. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Students are back in school and our local teams are back on the field. You'll see our employees at the games volunteering and cheering on our area teams. We encourage you to show your school spirit and come out and join the community at football tailgates. To view a list of the Nebraskaland National Bank sponsored tailgates, watch our Facebook page or visit our event calendar at NebraskalandBank.com. Here's to a great school year and a great football season. Member FDIC. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Ed Smith, with the personal foul penalty after the fake punt went awry. 
St. Paul makes them pay on a 15-yard touchdown pass to take a 13-6 lead. And now Jackson Seward getting ready to kick the ball away here. Seward, low line drive kick. It'll be picked up at the 27-yard line, up to the 30. That's Packer, 35, tries to get outside to the right. All him now gets to the 39-yard line, upended there by Parker Klingensmith, and that's where Centura will take over. But now field goals won't get the job done. That's how Centura has six, two Joe Carey field goals, a 31-yarder in the first minute of the second quarter and a 23-yarder on the first possession of the second half. But now they'll have to get into the end zone and convert an extra point to tie the ball game up. And they've liked to go for two, so if Centura scores, that could come into play as well. Coach Larry Baker sends Jose Guzman out to start this series. They have moved the ball here in the second half, and they need 60 yards right now out of that wing tee with Guzman the pistol. Now they're going to move Casperson over to the slot left. It's student body to the left. And that's what they were going to do, but it looks like maybe we had a delay a game. And that will be the call. That's the first delay a game of the night. That is the fifth penalty for 53 yards on Centura. Five penalties on St. Paul for 50 yards. Again, don't forget more high school football action coming your way next week. Kearney playing Creighton Prep. Kearney Catholic playing Gothenburg. And with Carney losing today, that might be for a playoff berth next week. Guzman is going to hand it to Johnson. Off left guard and nowhere to go. Got maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Off the bottom of the pile, the same guys we've been talking about, Goldfish and Koshin. No gain for Caleb Johnson. 43, carry, 43 yards now on 12 carries. Nine of those carries here in the second half. Second down and 15. Centura, nothing through the air. All on the ground. Pitch play right side. Johnson follows three blockers ahead of him, but he gets drugged down behind the line of scrimmage. St. Paul has figured it out. Cole Fosick over there to bring him down. Some help from Holinsky in the area. It's going to be a gain, a loss of one on the play. And again, when I say no passing yards, it's even worse than that. Negative three is the passing total on one of five with one pick. That one was on a fake punt on the last possession. Third down and long. St. Paul loading up the box. Guzman rolls out. He's just going to run the football, and he's going to run out of room. He has stood up at the 40, 35, 36, and he'll be brought down there after a short gain, maybe maybe very graciously will give him three, and it'll be fourth down and 13. And they'll have to punt it away. Guzman getting ready to punt it for the sixth time in this contest. Last time they ran the fake. Should not be any such thing this time. 10-20 to go in the game. It's a quick mover tonight. 13-6 St. Paul. Holinsky awaits the Guzman punt. Good snap. Pressure from the outside. Line drive kick will be taken on the run at the 37. He's got room 40, 45, 50 into Centura territory before they stack him up at the 47-yard line. It's a 30-yard line drive punt, but it is a 19, 20-yard return. And so they net only about 13 yards out of that. And again, St. Paul has great field position and will start in Centura territory at the 47-yard line. 
First and ten, St. Paul. And Robleski brings him up over the line of scrimmage. His big center, Zane Goldfish, will set him down. Klingon Smith behind him with trips to the left, single to the right. All they've been doing is blocking, though. They'll hand it to Klingon Smith. Off left guard. He's inside the 45, down to about the 41-yard line. A good first down gain of five yards, second down and five. Don't forget at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We will have all the final stats for you. And we will update some of the scores again for you on the Platte River Prep scoreboard here in just a moment. There are some different scores out there tonight that uh, may change some playoff plans here in the next couple of weeks. A couple of upsets as well. Second and five for Klingon Smith. He'll take it right up the middle, find a little bit of a hole inside the 40, just short of the first out it looks like at the 38. It'll be third down and one. Klingon Smith hasn't had to carry the ball quite as much tonight. Centura has definitely run more offensive plays in this ball game. St. Paul three turnovers, Centura one. The one Centura turnover was an interception that St. Paul fumbled on the return. So that was in the final 15 seconds of the first half. Third and one, they stay out of that shotgun here for Tanner Robleski. Hard count, takes the snap, gives it to Klingon Smith. He's not going to get it. And in there is Hostetler to make the tackle. They'll lose a yard. It'll be fourth down and two. And, of course, St. Paul has a decision. As we've said, they've punted from right on the 40-yard line three times. The ball's at the 38. And they are trotting out Riley Jacobowski. Probably a good idea. You would think a seven-point lead, unless Centura would score and go for two, wouldn't cost you anything. And here's a high snap. Jacobowski gets it away, though. And Noah Wooden lets it bounce at the 10, and it's going to be downed at about the 8-yard line. So a 30-yard punt, and for the third time in the game, downed inside the 16-yard line. Centura trailing at St. Paul, 13-6, 8 to go. And the way Centura has to move the ball... They might get it two more times, this one and one more, but if they've got to drive the field, it's going to take them a long time. They really have not had any big plays offensively tonight. And unless they get a big one, it's going to take them a while to go, 92 yards. They will send Packer in motion, hand it off to Johnson off the right side, and he has stood up after a gain of maybe a half a yard. We'll call it second down and nine. St. Paul just staying tough. Along that defensive line, Fosick, Koshin, Goldfish. You can just keep naming these guys. Most of them are wearing 50s price along that line. You've had Marvichka in there a little bit at the right side, but they haven't run that way very much. Second down at nine at their own nine. Guzman, quarterback, Packer in motion again. They drop the snap, and they will just crush him inside the five. That usually means they're going to do something a little tricky or pass the ball is tricky for Centura, and Guzman is dropped at the five-yard line. A loss on the play of about three. It'll be third down, a four, third and 13. So the wrong way there for Guzman, and they are in third and long again. 
almost in their own end zone. If they don't get any yards here, Guzman will have to punt it out of his own end zone and can't afford a safety now under seven minutes to go. See if St. Paul brings the house. Guzman back to pass. Going to try and throw a screen to Parker, and while he catches it, he is planted into the ground by Hunter Koshin. He had to jump up into the air to catch it, and Koshin just bear-hugged him and brought him down. It's actually another completed pass, and I think they knocked the wind out of Packer. That's a big guy bringing Packer down to the ground. It was all legal. It's just that that's a little awkward to come to the ground. And a completed pass for none yards for Guzman. And again, through the air, Centura is two of six for negative three yards and one interception. And they're going to have to punt it out of their own end zone. So they knocked the air there out of Packer. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Score updates. It is Papillion La Vista 14, Kearney 10 in the third. Also in the third, Grand Island 35, Pius 20. In Class B in the fourth, Aurora has scored and made a two-point conversion to take a 15-14 lead from York in the third. McCook 33, Hastings nothing, and Seward 17, Northwest nothing. Ready to punt it away from his back line is Guzman here for Centura. Got to get it out of there. Here comes the rush. He does. It's a short kick. Bounces at the 35. Picked up at the 39 by Halinski. Down the right side, 35-30. And he'll be brought down at the 25-yard line. It is a 34-yard punt. But again, a nice return for Jared Halinski. They've been good in special teams, both punt and kick returns. Something Coach Larry Baker talked about off-air that they really had to keep an eye on. And the return from the 39 to the 24 is a 15-yard return. And St. Paul now has a chance to salt this one away. First and 10 at the Centura 24 with 6.27 to go in the game. And the Wildcats lead it 13-6. And Robleski and Klingensmith are set to do their thing again. Out of the pistol. Hard count. Somebody jumped. No flag. They hand it off to Klingon Smith, and they'll be able to swallow him up around the left end with Austin Simmons. No gain on the play. Second down and 10, and this is what Centura is going to have to do. They've got to come up with a defensive stand right here. Other scores, Carney Catholic. 35, Minden nothing, running clock in the second half. Boone Central, Newman Grove in the fourth quarter leads Adams Central 23 to nothing. Lakeview and Central Catholic tied at 28 in the fourth quarter. Ord 20 to 14 over SCOTUS in the third. Broken Bow and Ogallala tied at 28 in the third. Here's an end around out of that left wing back. They get it into the hands of Holinsky. He's hit. Johnson can't wrap him up. He gets inside the 20 and slithers down to about the 19. That's going to be a gain of five and bring up third down and five. Holinsky, four carries, 21 yards on the evening. Guzman makes the tackle for Centura. St. Paul hustles up to the line here. Five and a half to go. Trying to salt it away up 13-6. to six. They check the sideline one last time. Empty backfield this time. Jet sweep man in motion left to right as Holinsky. They give it to him, but they'll blow the play dead. And we're going to get motion called on St. Paul. So a five-yard penalty will be the sixth penalty of the game here for the Wildcats. And they'll be back to about third and ten. 
really just one point. However they can get it would be enough to put this away two points, actually. Safety would give them a nine-point lead. But on offense, can they get close enough to attempt a field goal? I think they would have to get a little closer than where they are right now, maybe more of an extra point kick. Five minutes to go, third and ten. At the 24, Robleski's going to roll out to pass over the middle of the football field, and it's broken up. Trying to get it to Holinsky, and a flag comes down. A flag comes down. I thought the ball was tipped before it got to Holinsky. And St. Paul's going to catch a break here. Holinsky was between two defenders, and they're going to ding Centura for pass interference. I don't know about that one, folks. And I'm standing in the St. Paul press box where they can throw me out the window at any time. Keep that in mind. But that was very ticky-tack. I even thought the ball was tipped before it got to Holinsky, which meant you could have done anything to the wide receiver that you want if the ball is tipped. But now that will put St. Paul in field goal range and give them a first down and help them run some clock here as the pass interference will move it to about the 13-yard line. First down and 10. Robleski will send Holinsky in motion right to left, and they will hand it to him, and he is hit in the backfield and dropped back behind the 15. Let's see how much forward progress they actually gave him, but Centura selling out, and I believe that was Simmons again that got him back for a seven-yard loss. So Holinsky caught behind the line for the first time, and St. Paul just watches that clock run. Centura does have all three timeouts. In fact, both teams have all three timeouts. 425 and counting. 13 to 6 St. Paul, second and 17 at the 20. Hard count movement again, no flag. Hard count again. Robleski using as much time as he can. Hands it off. Klingensmith, huge hole. 15, 10, 5. First and goal. It appears he gets inside the 3 to the 2. And that'll be right at the first down marker. It looks like Centura finally guessed wrong. And it will be enough for a first down. First and goal for St. Paul. Parker Klingensmith with his biggest run of the night. A 17-yarder. And now, two yards away from putting this one away for St. Paul, up 13-6. to six, Under four minutes to go. First and goal at the two. Klingensmith has run one in. Robleski has thrown one in. And Robleski calls the cadence. He'll keep it himself. Quarterback sneak up the middle. The pile moves. They run up and say, touchdown, St. Paul. A two-yard quarterback sneak for Tanner Robleski, and the Cats are up 19-6 with 3.33 remaining in the contest. Robleski has thrown one and now runs one in. And ready to attempt the extra point will be Jackson Seward. He's one of two tonight. Snap good, placement good. Seward's kick is bombed. And it is good. So with 3.33 to go in the football game, St. Paul 20, Centura 6, our five points bank touchdown, a two-yard run from quarterback Tanner Robleski, and we'll kick it off in a moment. 
New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is high school football on KKPR-FM. Carney, Elba, and Danabrog. The kick is away. It's a squib kick again by St. Paul. Centura, it bounces off of them, and then they just got it covered at the 24. It's a little slick out there, and Packer will pick it up. And it'll be first down and 10, but we may have also got some laundry on the field. Flag on the play in front of the St. Paul bench. And again, this would be at something away from the ball. And it will be a dead ball, personal foul on Centura. And so frustration, I think, after what happened, uh, falling behind by two scores. And that'll back him up half the distance to the goal to the 12-yard line. That is three penalties in the quarter, seven in the game for 78 yards. We'll break it all down in the postgame. Jared Holinsky comes out of the game here. I'm not sure if he's the one that took the brunt of that or not, but they're taking a look at him over here on the sideline. Centura has all three timeouts, but they're down 14 with 3.30 to go and do not have passing positive passing yards. And if they're going to get back into this game, they're going to have to find something through the air. Guzman out of the pistol, takes the low snap, rolls right, going to throw it out here in the flat, and it's intercepted at the 10-yard line, and it is Klingensmith breaking a tackle and returning it in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Parker Klingensmith on a 10-yard interception return, and that's why Centura doesn't like to throw the football. And again, if you can't throw it downfield, Centura's bunched up and got him covered and again there's a flag on the play Klingensmith really shook the tackle of the wide receiver trying to bring him down so this will be interesting to see what this call is and Larry Baker comes out on the field wants to know what's going on unsportsmanlike conduct on St. Paul the touchdown is good touchdown will count So that'll be enforced on the kickoff. But that will put this game out of reach as the extra point coming up could make it a 14-point swing in about five seconds. So the score will not indicate how close this football game was. And in fact, after Centura marched the opening drive of the third quarter down, 
If they could have got it in the end zone, things would have been different, but they had to settle for the field goal, and Seward pounds the extra point up and good. So our next five points bank touchdown is a 10-yard interception returned by Parker Klingensmith, and with 3.20 to go in the game, it's now St. Paul 27 and Centura 6. October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in uniforms and more in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at Uniforms and More. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. Are you satisfied with your current pivot dealer? Are your warranty issues handled efficiently? Does your current pivot dealer have years of design experience to put the right product in your fields that will save you time and money? If you answered no to any of these questions, then you owe it to yourself to call Stoltenberg Irrigation, your Valley Pivot dealer. Ed can design a Valley Pivot system from start to finish to meet your specific needs. Stoltenberg Irrigation sets the standard for pivot sales and service in central Nebraska. Need a reference? Ask your neighbor. Stoltenberg Irrigation is... The best dark pivot dealer around! Doug Duda back with you here at St. Paul. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors. And another squib kick rolls along the ground. And finally picked up by Guzman back at about the 38, 40, 45. And, boy, they're just going to keep throwing flags. More penalty flags coming out on the field. And that's why I wear glasses. I have not really seen. I saw one of them. But these are coming on scrums away from the tackle. And we have one on each side of the field. So hopefully this is not how things end up here over the last five minutes. It's been a well-played game. And even the coaches said there hasn't been a lot of banter back and forth between the teams uh, throughout the week, even though that social media makes it so much easier. It's that kind of a rivalry. Center and St. Paul. I've always gotten after it in every sport. And this was a 7-6 game going into the fourth quarter. Our official tells us personal foul Centura. And unsportsmanlike on St. Paul. So that should offset him. The ball is currently setting at the Centura 41-yard line. And they have to figure out what to do, and I don't have the rule book, but if both of them should have been dead ball fouls, so they will offset, and we'll just play where the ball sits. And it'll be first down and 10 for Centura. 27-6, St. Paul. And Centura will have it with 3.16 to go here in the football game. Well, now they're going all the way back to the 31-yard line. They're not going to walk it off both ways, are they? (laughs) The ball is currently setting at the 46. And I guess that's that's what we had. So, 46. Looks like Centura gained five on the exchange of penalties there. They did not say personal foul face mask. So, not sure what's going on. There's still a delay out there, and 
while they uh, are delaying, maybe we should take a look at a few more scores for you. It is Wilbur Claytonia after being down at half, now leading Utan 36 to 15. Saint Cecilia over Sandy Creek 35 to 7 in the fourth. Cross County all over Fillmore Central 55 to 12 late in the third quarter of play. In the fourth quarter, Cambridge over Southwest 62-22. High Plains leads Nebraska Christian 16-14. Hartland over Superior 52-14. Twin Loop blowing out Ansley Litchfield in the fourth quarter 54-3. In the biggest game probably in eight-man tonight, BDS, Bruning Davenport Shickley is holding on to a 20-12 lead over Fall City Sacred Heart in a battle of top five teams. And Blue Hill rolling over Giltner now 44-18. Back to the top of the scoreboard. Checking out what's going on in Class A. Carney's been behind all night. And in the fourth quarter, they trail 14-10 to Papillion La Vista. And in the third, Grand Island leads Pius 35-20. As we still have a delay here at the football field. I think the referee is talking to both of the teams saying to cool it. Because you don't want to throw somebody out. You throw somebody out, they're out next week. So the game is 27-6. Don't do anything crazy. And since the coach can't walk out on the field and say that, the referee's going to do it. First and 10, center at their own 46-yard line. And they'll pitch it on the right side to Johnson. Johnson hitting the backfield, steps out of it, and he'll work his way forward for about three to the 48-yard line. It'll be second down. And Centura is going to call their first timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC, St. Paul 27, Centura 6, 303 remains here on Classic Hits. It's not magic, you see, or a special kind of potion. It's not witchcraft or voodoo, creatures from the ocean. It's just a place you can go when things you hold dear start to wither, become weaker, like a watch or cordless speaker. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll bring it to life. The things you hold dear, those things that you like. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll make them sing. Cameras, laptops, and thingamajigs. Bring it to the new location opening April 4th, just behind Dick's Sporting Goods in Grand Island. Waiting to serve you in our bigger, better store. Interstate All Battery, Grand Island. Milzag Service of Dannenbrog is always geared up and ready to help you in the fields. Whether it's in the heart of the harvest season or during the off-season, make the call to Melzag Service. Mel is experienced repairing international and all tractor brands, along with irrigation parts and accessories. The service you need, when you need it. Count on the one name you need to remember. Melzag Service of Dannenbrog, a proud Centurion sponsor. St. Paul Pep Band doing a great job tonight, entertaining during the Centura timeout. Second down and eight, Centura. Ball is at their own 48-yard line, now trailing 27-6 to after 20 unanswered points. They'll run student body left, and there are blue jerseys to come through and drop the new running back for Centura, Connor Sokol. And I think... If I'm looking right, Centura may have decided to sub in here, and we'll see if St. Paul follows suit as Sokol will lose about five yards on the play. It'll bring up third down and 14 at the 42. And 
And Centura has changed a few things up here. The quarterback is Wooden again. He'll hand it off the right side. And the new running back. That is number 10, Tyler Gates. Is in to carry the football. And Coach Baker sees it. This one probably over, so he doesn't want anybody else getting hurt. Gates picks up five. They are going to line up to punt the ball on fourth and ten. And the left-footed kick, even a backup punter in there. St. Paul's just going to let it die at the 35-yard line. It's a 20-yard punt with a new punter back there. I think that was Wooden that punted the ball that time. And St. Paul will take over first down and ten. And it looks like we'll see some new faces out there as well for the Wildcats. Here comes Zane Mandel out there. Austin Urbanski is coming out. There is Tanner Maddox coming out. Also Tyler Swinarski. Some of the linemen, Austin Schuler. I can see him. Centura's not ready to go, so they've got to burn a timeout trying to get some new guys on the field. Coming up, the New West postgame show with all the final stats. And when we're done, the Ruts Heating and Air Friday night scoreboard show. Some other scores to pass along to you. In Class B, it's gone final. McCook 47, Hastings nothing. Seward, after leading 17-0 in the second half, now trail in the fourth quarter. It's Northwest 25, Seward 17, Aurora 15, York 14. That game is in the fourth quarter. Boone Central, Newman Grove leading Adams Central 30 to nothing in the fourth. Kearney Catholic 35, Minden 6 in the fourth quarter. Lakeview has now taken a 35-28 lead over Grand Island Central Catholic in the fourth quarter of play. And we get the backups into the football game here for St. Paul. Hand off over the left side. And let's see if we can catch who carried the football on that one. A gain of three. Thomas Cardwell in the backfield here. The new quarterback is Maddox. And they're going to use as much time as they can. As we are down to one minute to go in the football game. 27 to 6. Maddox sends his wingman in motion. Hands it off. And coming forward to the 40-yard line will be Thomas Cardwell. And he'll pick up about three on the play. And a three brings up third down and five. And third down and five, and all they'll have to do is run one more play here, and St. Paul is going to go to five and two on the season. And for St. Paul, they will go to winless Twin River next week, and then the big game will be against Central City the final game of the season at home on Friday night, the 21st, most likely will end up being for the district title. Central City plays again uh, next week as well. Final play of the game. And they decide to throw a flag. Stopping the clock with 11 seconds to go. Not a procedure penalty here on St. Paul. More illegal substitution, maybe. And moves it back to the 35-yard line. Substitution, maybe an equipment infraction. Couldn't tell the referee flashed the sign up there real quick. Doesn't matter. 
as they'll run the clock on the penalty. Now they don't even have to run another play. And that's going to wrap things up here on Parents' Night at St. Paul. All the action happened midway through the fourth quarter as St. Paul improves to 5-2 and two and Centura falls to 4-3 and three in a ground-and-pound game where St. Paul is able to overcome three turnovers. And the game kind of turned on Centura's fake punt that did not go their way. St. Paul punched it in to extend the lead and then were able to uh, get a pick six in the final three minutes of the game to win it tonight by a score of 27-6. to six. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Keep it here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For years, the Bosch & Sons name has meant solid welding for Central Nebraska, and it's a reputation you can count on when it's needed most. If it's made of metal, Bosch & Sons Welding and Repair can fix it. For new or repairs on cattle panels, feed bunks, chutes, or anything around the farm, contact Bosch Welding and Repair at 207 South High Street in Cairo. For solutions, call Bosch for a tight weld. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Every Thursday night is pizza night at the Danish Bakery. Legendary pizza with mouth-watering ingredients all piled so high that you'll want a fork and knife. Grab a seat or choose carryout for your family or party. When you tell somebody you're having Danabrog pizza, they'll know exactly what you're talking about and probably ask you to bring back one or two for them. Served from 5 till 9, and it's a good idea to call for reservations. Fantabulous taste. Neat atmosphere and music, too. Thursday's Pizza Night at the Danish Bakery in downtown Danabrog. And welcome back to St. Paul, where the Cats go home very, very fired up tonight with the last 20 points of the game, winning it 27-6 to over Centura. And it is time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I can tell by the drive over there were still a lot of fans here, but... Everybody out in the field's trying to get work done here and uh, get the harvest in. So if you were listening tonight, really appreciate it. And be sure to thank all the fine folks that help sponsor the broadcast for allowing us to be here and see another chapter in this storied rivalry with both teams headed in the right direction now. Uh, as we said, for the last couple of years, one of these teams only had one win and now uh, both above 500 at the moment and a chance to finish above 500, it would appear, uh, if if they can beat Twin River, uh, Centura will get their fifth win of the season. As we said, Twin River has not won a game yet uh, this year, so we'll see how that all plays out. Taking a quick look at the scoreboard, and then we'll run down our stats and get you back to the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show. We'll start from the top, make a quick rundown for uh, games in our area. Again, we're one of the first ones done, so a lot in the fourth quarter. Carney High has now taken the lead. Bearcats 17, Papillion La Vista 14 in the fourth. In the third at last check, Grand Island was up on Pius 35-20. to 20. In Class B, it is Aurora beating York 15-14. to 14. McCook 
beat Hastings 47 to nothing. And in the fourth quarter, Grand Island Northwest has rallied to beat Seward or lead Seward 25-17. Looking for an update right now on the Lexington Holdridge contest. If you have an update on a game that we need to score from, please call or text it in to 646-0506-308-646-0506. It is Boone Central Newman Grove leading Adams Central 30 to nothing, Fairbury over Southern 52 to 14, Lakeview leads Central Catholic 35-28. Those are in the 4th. Third quarter scores, Ogallala and Broken Bow were tied at 28. Ward led Columbus Scotus 20-14. Final, Kearney Catholic was up 35-0 at the half, beat Minden 35-6. Gothenburg blanked Kozad 42-6. Kearney Catholic and Gothenburg will play for the district title next week. C2, another final, Cross County 70. Fillmore Central 19 in the fourth quarter. Wilbur Claytonia 35, UTAN 15. St. Cecilia over Sandy Creek. 35 to 7 Central City shutting out Sutton 35 to nothing in eight man action tonight final score Elm Creek beat Overton 54 to 22 in the fourth quarter Heartland leads Superior 52-14 Cambridge over Southwest 62 to 22 and it is High Plains leading Nebraska Christian 16-14 we need updates on Alma Bertrand Amherst South Loop Thayer Central Franklin and Kennesaw-McCool Junction, if you have those scores in D2. Finals today, Twin Loop over Ansley Litchfield, 68-9. Loomis over Hitchcock County, 70-6. Exeter Milligan over Parkview Christian, 54-20. In the fourth quarter, Bruning Davenport Shickley has now pulled away from Fall City Sacred Heart, 36-12. It is Blue Hill leading Giltner, 44-18. And Nebraska Lutheran over Central Valley, 56-20. We are looking for updates on the SEM Pleasanton and Shelton Lawrence Nelson ball games. And in six-man, it was Harvard 66, Maywood Hay Center 14, Elwood 65, Red Cloud 12, Silver Lake blanked Wilcox Hildreth 60 to nothing, and Deschler over McPherson County 52 to 26. Here the final score is St. Paul 27, Centura 6. We'll look at the final numbers on the new West Post Game Show right after this. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Go mobile with Pathway Bank in Cairo. With mobile banking, you can check your balance, transfer funds, and even mobile deposit from your smartphone. Pathway Bank offers a wide range of banking products tailored to meet your specific financial needs. From person-to-person, business, and ag, see the friendly staff at your local Pathway Bank in Cairo today. Pathway Bank offers the latest in convenience and technology. Proud to support our local teams in the games tonight. Pathway Bank, member FDIC. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look now at the unofficial final stats we had in the football game. I will start with the Centura. They were led in rushing tonight by Jose Guzman. 25 carries, 68 yards in the ball game. Then Caleb Johnson, 16 carries for 45 yards. We had quarterback Noah Wooden in the first half. He did not quarterback in the second half. Four carries, negative 12. He was sacked twice. Willie Parker, one carry, zero. And then on that last series, we had uh, Tyler Gates, one carry for five yards, 
and Connor Sokol, one carry, negative five. So if they all add up, 48 rushing attempts, 103 yards for Centura. Through the air, they couldn't get anything going. They were two of six as a team, one interception, and of those completed passes, zero and negative three. So they actually had negative three yards passing. That's 100 yards of total offense, eight first downs. Two or three of those came via penalties from St. Paul. They ended up punting the ball eight times tonight, seven of those by Guzman, averaging right around 32 yards. They had just the one interception for the only turnover for Santura, so they took care of the ball that way. Seven penalties for 78 yards. The only scoring for Santura came on a pair of Joe Carey field goals from 31 and 23 yards in the contest. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for St. Paul right after this on the New West postgame show. Go mobile with Pathway Bank in Cairo. With mobile banking, you can check your balance, transfer funds, and even mobile deposit from your smartphone. Pathway Bank offers a wide range of banking products tailored to meet your specific financial needs. From person-to-person, business, and ag, see the friendly staff at your local Pathway Bank in Cairo today. Pathway Bank offers the latest in convenience and technology. Proud to support our local teams in the games tonight. Pathway Bank, member FDIC. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area. And they're protected by the most advanced trade technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Welcome back to the New West Postgame Show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Here's the unofficial numbers we had tonight for St. Paul. Parker Klingensmith, 10 carries, 40 yards, one touchdown. Jared Holinsky, 5 carries for 14 yards. Wyatt Plocky had a carry for 7 yards. Tanner Robleski had 18 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. Then in uh, kind of mop-up time there, uh, Maddox had one carry for 3 yards. Caldwell, one carry for five yards, 36 rushing attempts, 123 yards for St. Paul tonight. Through the air, Robleski was two of five in the first half. He was two of four in the second half, so that'll make him four out of nine with no interceptions. He did have one touchdown pass from 15 yards out, and the total yards was 40. So 40 through the air, 123 on the ground, 163 yards of offense, uh, resulting in 11 first downs tonight. They had five punts, three of them down Centura inside the 20-yard line, so the average would have been a little bit down because of the shorter punts, right around 30 yards, the average. They did have three turnovers, but Centura only scored on one of them, seven penalties for 60 yards tonight. So, uh, again, we expected it to be uh, this type of a football game, only 263 yards of total offense. There were plenty of negative plays because of the way the defense played tonight. That's the story. Uh, The story tonight is uh, defense. Uh, There was one defensive touchdown, uh, the 10-yard interception return by uh, Parker Klingensmith that uh, put up the final nail tonight to make it 27-6. And our special moments of the game coming from the defensive plays brought to you by Osara Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Osara Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. We'll do our scoring wrap and put it to bed for Week 7 of Friday Night Football right after this. 
Dennis and Angela of Husker Drilling and Irrigation are proud supporters of all the area athletes in tonight's game. Husker Drilling and Irrigation has all of the necessary tools to construct or service most of the wells and pumps in greater central Nebraska. When you call Husker Drilling and Irrigation, you're hiring people who have drilled hundreds of wells and serviced countless pumps since 1991. Good luck to all the players from everyone at Husker Drilling and Irrigation. Ryan Jaropic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation, early hybrid selection, and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jarabic, your local mycogen seed dealer. Had a clean night for the chain gang, uh, and with the the fewer first downs tonight, they were not all that busy, but uh, the chain gang is always there when you need them, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you. If you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. Final score, St. Paul 27 and Centura 6. Our scoring wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Centura won the toss, deferred, and it was all defense in the first quarter of play. Uh, Jose Guzman, towards the end of the first quarter, with under a minute to go, uh, was able to strip the football away on the only completed pass that they had St. Paul in the first half. Uh, He was able to return it to the St. Paul 28-yard line. That set up a 31-yard Joe Carey field goal with 11.08 to go in the second quarter, and Centura had their only lead of the night at 3-0. Connor Sokol had a fumble recovery, but could not do anything with that. And finally, St. Paul got a little offense going. They were aided by a short punt. Uh, They kept pinning Centura back inside their 20-yard line, and this time it worked. It was about a 30-yard punt, but the punt returner, Jared Holinsky, just got ran over by the gunner for Centura. Holinsky had to run up to try and make the catch, and the gunner took him out. So the 15-yard penalty gave Centura the ball, at the or gave uh, St. Paul the ball at the Centura 23-yard line, and it was Parker Klingensmith scoring his first touchdown of the night from four yards out. 2:35 to go in the second quarter, and Jackson Seward added the extra point, made it seven to three. Centura tried to move the ball down the field. They put Jose Guzman back at quarterback for the final drive. He threw an interception that was returned to the 50-yard line, but then Plocky, who picked off the pass for St. Paul, fumbled it at the 50, and Centura was able to recover it, and that was our score at the half, 7-3. to three. Centura got the ball to start the second half, and they looked good. They marched at 64 yards, but they were stopped in the red zone again with a 23-yard field goal attempt from Carey, 7.26 to go in the third quarter. That cut it to 7-6. to six. And right before the end of the third quarter was a little bit of trickeration from Centura. They tried a fake punt on fourth and short in their own territory, and Guzman just put it over the head of Willie Parker. It fell incomplete. It set up another short field for St. Paul. The ball, second and 12 at the 15. Rolling right, Robleski throws to the end zone. What a great catch. Holinski is in for the touchdown. And that was the beginning of 20 straight points. The extra point was wide left on the first play of the fourth quarter, though. It made the score 13-6. to Centura still in it, but could not uh, mount a drive of any substantial uh, work after that. Centura uh, could not move it into the red zone, and St. Paul was able to punch it in from two yards out, aided by a third-down pass interference call in the red zone. 
then the 26-yard drive was concluded on a two-yard Robleski run up the middle. The Seward kick made it 20-6 to with 3.33 to go. The kickoff and ensuing penalty put Centura inside their own 15-yard line. They tried a little screen pass outside that was picked off to end this football game. Guzman out of the pistol, takes the low snap, rolls right, going to throw it out here in the flat, and it's intercepted at the 10-yard line, and it is Klingensmith breaking a tackle and returning it in for the touchdown. Parker Klingensmith, his second touchdown of the night, one on offense, one on defense. The Seward kick made it 27-6. The subs came in with 3.20 to go, and that was your final score. Your scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. That's going to wrap things up tonight from St. Paul. Again, a big thank you to all the sponsors. Don't forget the Luplatt Conference Volleyball Tournament. We expect St. Paul to be there. They have to play Wood River Monday in the 2-7 matchup. Centura, they're going to have their hands full against defending state runner-up Ord. That's the 4-5 matchup between two great volleyball teams. Kearney Catholic will take on the winner of Ravenna Gibbon, and then the three-seed Donovan Trumbull will play Arcadia Loop City. Those are the quarters on Monday. We will have the semifinals Tuesday and the finals Thursday from Donovan Trumbull High School. More football next week. Uh, Stay tuned to find out which have some playoff implications. Again, the final score, 27-6 St. Paul over Centura. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Don't forget, college football tomorrow, pro football Saturday on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The UNK volleyball team suffered their first loss of the year tonight at Washburn, 30-28, 3230, 1725, and 2521. The Lopers will play tomorrow against Emporia State. Nebraska swept Indiana tonight. Hastings will be playing at Briarcliff tomorrow. Major League Baseball playoffs going on tonight in the American League. There are two games to none. Cleveland beating Boston six to nothing. Toronto over Texas five to three. In the National League, the Dodgers took game one from Washington four three. And it's a pitcher duel at Wrigley Field. The Cubs and Giants scoreless in the top of the fifth. For our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. The Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show is coming up next on Classic Hits. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much, for taking me out to the park, for reading me books, for taking Taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot in ballet rehearsal, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for having the chance to take you to the park, for reading you those books we enjoy so much, for being able to take you to your therapies after you twisted your ankle. 
for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. Visit aarp.org caregiving to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is a Platte River Radio Sports presentation on Class Kids 98.9, 12.30 a.m. KHAS and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The games are over, the recaps are ready, and the scoreboard is filling up. It's time for the Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show with Merritt Lawson. And welcome to the Rep TDA School Board Show on Class Kits 90.9 and 1230 AM KHAS. A lot of great scores to get to. A lot of perennial powers are taking a tumble tonight. I can tell you that North Platte, St. Pat's, and Hershey, a little outside the listening area, but it went to overtime. It went final. The North Platte, St. Pat's Irish get the victory over the Hershey Panthers 20-19. We'll update that in the sideline storyline. Dundee County also... Looks to be a winner. No, they're just to have Sutherland doubled up heading into the fourth quarter. We'll get to all the scores, but let's start on our scoreboard. Class A. Class A. It was dicey for the Carney High Bearcats. They were down most of the game to Papillion La Vista, but they were able to gut it out and get the victory. 17-14 to 14 was the final score. They had to stop Papillion La Vista on a last-second drive on fourth down. They did. They get the victory. 17-14. The Carney High Bearcats continue to win. Also continuing to win, Grand Island. They beat Lincoln Pies the 10th, 35-20. Class B. Class B, another Grand Island school that looks to get a win. Didn't look like it early in the game. Grand Island Northwest was down to Seward, 17-10. They rattle off 15 unanswered points at last report. They were head to the fourth quarter, 25-17 with the lead. We just haven't seen the final score update on that. When we do, we'll let you know. It was Holdridge beating Lexington by a final score of 28 to 20. McCook beating Hastings on 12:30 a.m. KHAS 47 to nothing, and Aurora edges out York 15 to 14. Class C1. C1. Ord and Columbus Ghosts were matching up. Ord had the lead at last report 20 to 14 in the third quarter, and it was all 28. For Broken Bow and Ogallala in the third quarter, we're just waiting for the finals there. If you have it, tweet it out, hashtag NEBpreps, or you can give us a call or text to 308-646-0506. We can tell you another one of those perennial powers taking a tumble, burning down Port Shickley, beating Fall City Sacred Heart. Fall City Sacred Heart number three in that D2 group right there, so that's big. We'll get to that a little bit later. Your finals in C1. Carney Catholic beat Minden 35-6 on KXPN 1460. Gothenburg over Kozad 42-6. Fairberry beat Southern 52-14. Boone Central Newman Grove over Adams Central 30-6 on KICS. And Columbus Lakeview beat Grand Island Central Catholic 42-28. Class C2. Class C2. We're just waiting for a Wilbur Claytonia final. They were down at halftime 15-14. They come back and run three touchdowns up on the board and lead Wilbur, Clay- Wilbur Claytonia leads UTAN 35-15 in the fourth quarter. We're looking for a Wood River Gibbons score, a Dolphin Trumbull Southern Valley score, and a Twin River Arcadia Loop City score. If you have any of those or all of those, you'd be the master if you had all of those. You can just give us a call, text 308-646-0506. 
We can tell you that Cross County beat Fillmore Central 70-19. It was St. Paul beating Centura right here on Classic Hits 98.9, 27-6. Sandy Creek and Hastings St. Celia. Hastings St. Celia gets the victory. They're bolded on the scoreboard now, 48-7. And Central City took it to Sutton. Sutton was number two in C2. And now it looks like they're going to take a little tumble down. After one loss, they went down to six. And after another loss, they might not be in the top ten. Central City looks to be good, though. They get the victory 35 nothing. Class D1. Class D1. Our boy Spencer Schubert told us that Palmer got the first score against East Butler. And we haven't heard anything about the Tigers and on either side, I believe, since. So if you can help us out with that, they are Central Franklin, Amherst South Loop, Alma Bertrand. It's easy. 308-646-0506. Elm Creek. They beat Overton 52-20 or 54-22. It was Heartland beating Superior 58-22. Cambridge took it to Southwest 62-42. It was Kennesaw getting a victory over McCool Junction 60-0. Thank you for that text earlier tonight. And Nebraska Christian beat High Plains Communities 34-16. Class D2. Class D2, we talked about that bring down Port Chickley score. I just have an update on my scoreboard, so if you'd let me do that, I'd, I'd feel a little bit better about myself. Ah, there we go. Just need everything to be complete. So, bring down Port Chickley beats Fall City Sacred Heart 36-12. It's Blue Hill and Giltner. We're just waiting for it to go final, but Blue Hill was well ahead of Giltner 44-18 at last check. Eustis Farnham, Juanita Palisade, SEM Pleasanton, Fullerton Cedar Bluffs are all scores we're looking for, 308-646-0506. Lawrence Nelson, they beat Shelton 68-16. It was Sandhills Thedford yesterday in the snow. It's October, and we're playing in the snow versus Anselma Myrna. Sandhills Thedford gets the victory yesterday, 52-6. Exer Milligan over Park D. Christian, 54-20. Loomis beat Hitchcock County 70-6. Twin Loop over Ansley Litchfield 68-9. And it was Nebraska Lutheran over Central Valley 64-20. Six-man. Six-man, the only score that we don't have on our scoreboard right now is Heartland Lutheran Walt Hill. If you have that, we'd love it. 308-646-0506. Otherwise, Silver Lake, they beat Wilcox Hildreth 60-0. Elwood beat Red Cloud 65-12. It was Deschler beating McPherson County 52-26 and Harvard over Maywood Hayes Center. We don't have to look for that score at the last second, Ed. He just gave me a fist bump. I don't know if that meant the Cubs did something over my shoulder or if that he's happy he doesn't have to look for Maywood Hayes Center. But Harvard gets the victory 66-14. So that gets you updated on what we have. We'll get you some more. We'll get you some updates on all the games. A lot of blowouts. Some went our team's way in the area and some didn't. But we'll get them all to you, and the sideline storylines are already getting filled up. And it's early in the program. It's only 9.30, yet. We're going for another 90 minutes. Woo! Let's do it. Coming back on the Rut Seating Air Scoreboard Show on Classic Hits 90.9 and 12.30 a.m. KHAS. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. 
October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Uniforms and More in Grand Island is proud to offer many shades of pink with 50% off all pink long sleeve tees in the month of October only. Also, while you're there, check out the great selection of scrub tops, pants, and accessories. Spreading awareness and showing support for breast cancer is very important to the staff at Uniforms and More. So stop in today and get your pink on. Uniforms and More also has holiday prints arriving daily. Shop Uniforms and More, North Broadwell, Grand Island. Gear up for the holidays. What? Only weeks away? Abbey Carpets and More can and will be there for you. Clean your carpets with Host Dry Cleaner, an all-green product. Do it yourself or we'll do it for you. Or shop smart, shop local. Carpet, vinyl, LVTs, wood, tile, you need it, we have it. Let us help you get your homes ready for family and friends. Turnkey service at Abbey Carpets and More, Railside, 208 West 3rd Street, where we'll help you take pride in your homes. Carpets and More. All right, welcome back to the Ruts Heating Air Scoreboard Show on Classic Hits 98.9 and 1230 AM KHS. We're getting a little update on the scoreboard, but let's go to the NSAA, see what they have. They have Battle Creek beating Lutheran High Northeast by a score of 49-6. It was Burwell over Clearwater Orchard 55-12. Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing over West Holt 30-18. Central City over Sutton 35-0. Columbus Lakeview 42, Grand Island Central Catholic 28. Cross County over Fillmore Central 70 to 19. Elwood beat Red Cloud 65 to 12. Hampton over Elba 69 to 12. It was Holdridge taking it to Lexington 28 to 20. Carney Catholic over Minden 35 to 6. Lincoln Lutheran 10. Elmwood Murdoch nothing. Osceola 26. Humphrey St. Francis 24. That was another one. Humphrey St. Francis number one in D2. They take a little tumble to Osceola, who was number 10 in D2. So exciting one there. Plainview 50, Niagara Verdegree 6, and Randolph beat Wausau 66-6. And yes, that's three sixes in a row. Uh, you know, throw the salt over the shoulder, all that stuff. We did get a final. It was Blue Hill beating Giltner. Thanks for that text. I believe we also got an SEM final. It was Sumner Eddieville Miller over Pleasanton 41-34. And another final that we got was Grand Island Northwest beating Seward. So if you're following along at the Platteford Prep scoreboard, and we welcome you all the time. The scores get updated right in front of you. Even if you got it open on the Google Drive app on your smartphone, you can have it open and you can watch your team hopefully win and know what other teams are doing in the area. But Class A's done. Carney and Grand Island, both area teams, both got victories over Lincoln and Omaha teams. And Grand Island Northwest, Holdridge, McCook, and Aurora were winners in Class B. Winners in C1 that we have are Kearney Catholic, Gothenburg, Fairbury, Boone Central, Newman Grove, and Columbus Lakeview. In C2, winners were Cross County, St. Paul, Hastings, St. Celia, Central City, and Gibbon. Another score that came in over that break was Gibbon beating Wood River 49-8. And looking like in C2, your winners were Cross County, or I did that already. Winners in D1, Elm Creek, Heartland, Cambridge, Kennesaw, and Nebraska Christian. Winners in D2. Bring down Port Chickley. We talked about Blue Hill and how that was the official final. Let me update that on my scoreboard while I'm thinking about it. It was Blue Hill 51, Giltner 26. So if you're following along right at Platte River Preps, you can even see that Merritt Lawson updated that, if that tickles your fancy at all. Other winners, ND2, Sumner Eddie Bill Miller, as we talked about, Lawrence Nelson, Sand Hill Sedford, Exeter Milligan, Loomis, Twin Loop, and Nebraska Lutheran. And winners in six-man were Silver Lake, 
Elwood, Deschler, and Harvard, and we just got three new texts and phone calls. So let's look at those. Donovan Trumbull, they get a victory over Southern Valley. So let's scroll back up to D2 there. Donovan Trumbull wins 55-14. to So big win there by the Cardinals. They're number nine in C2. They get the victory. It was Palmer beating out East Butler 50-22. to So that was another score that we were wondering there. And Ed is excited again. Once again, did the Cubs do something? No, it's still 0-0. Sorry, Ed. Nobody scored in that game. But Palmer did get a victory there. And it looks like we've got another call and text talking about Dolphin Trouble. We appreciate that. And another call and text about Blue Hill, which we got that score. So we appreciate all the participation. It helps make the night go a little bit easier when everybody's helping us out here. And just so much more fun when we got community participation. Wahoo also beat Syracuse. That just went final according to hashtag enemy preps. We have recaps to get to you on all the games that we covered on our group of stations. That's all coming up on the Rutz Heating Air Scoreboard Show on Classic Hits 90.9 and 1230 AM KHAS. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this